0: Player two has joined the game.
1: Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 112 of the two-player co-op podcast. As always, I'm your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, One. How are we doing? Pretty, pretty good.
0: Pretty, pretty, pretty
1: good. We're both repping the Giants. I don't know why. We suck. We do. We don't. They do. But it's a we. Do you think it's weird to say we? You don't think it's weird, do you? Or do you? Uh, I make fun of
0: people that do it, but I do it all the time.
1: Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, thank you guys so much for being here. If you don't know what this is, this is a two-player co-op podcast where every ti- like every once a month or so we get together and we podcast. We run you through what we've been playing, the news you want to know about. Well, you might not want to know, but we think you need to know about Um and then we end every podcast by playing what everybody's favorite game on the universe in the universe is a two dang it. The back of the box challenge. Uh, if you don't know what that is, you should know. Um, but yeah, if this is the first time you're seeing us, hopefully you found us somehow. I'm, well, obviously you found us. somehow. <laughs> Just hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, share the video with your friends and family. It means a lot to us. We're trying to get to a thousand subs so we can actually start showing up in searches again. Cause that'd be nice. Um, so we got a little bit of ways to go, but we will get there. Thank you so much for being here. I think this is going to be a good podcast. Touchdown, Um, Mahomes. Really? Already? Yep. We're recording this Sunday night if you couldn't tell, so if anything changes with some of the stories we're going to talk about between now and whenever I post this, probably Tuesday, um, that's why. Uh, But Sean, I've been telling you you want to do a taste test, right? You have. (laughs) (laughs) That was the coolest sound ever. That's not going to come
0: through in the microphones either. Bow.
1: When you hit two of the... uh, Ready? Yes. <laughs> that was, that Hang on, was, we can do better. Yeah, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. The first <laughs> time it was more pronounced. <laughs> now, typically we like... Oh, I know what this is now. Typic- <laughs> yeah, I figured you could figure figured it out before now. Typically we like good whiskey here, but I saw this commercial the other day for uh, mm. Crown Royal Vanilla. Um, and I want to give this bad boy a spin. Take this bad boy for a spin. So it's Canadian whiskey with vanilla. Um... And I like whiskey. Usually we just drink bourbon, but typically I just reserve crown. Wait, you've already opened this. Well, I opened it, so we weren't like trying to. I haven't tried it yet. So we weren't like trying to like get the plastic off and stuff.
0: It doesn't have much of a, I figured it would have a burny yet an oaky vanilla-y smell. And there's just not much of a smell to it, as much as I would have thought. Usually when When you smell whiskey, you're like, whew. That's I mean it smells like it's it smells gonna more be very, like, very
1: smooth. Like Secrum's? Is that mine? If you want it to be. Yeah, sure. Do you want ice? I don't know that it'll need it. I've got nah, ice in case. I'm you. a I'm a neat guy. He's he's really neat. I don't have to drive, so I'm gonna do <laughs> that. Like I said, this is gonna be a good podcast. Um but yes, Crown Royal Vanilla, hashtag not sponsored, hashtag Maybe someday. Can be sponsored. Is that in the middle? That's pretty close to the middle. So, uh, Taste Test, live on the air. It does smell good. It does. Sláinte. Sláinte. To babies and podcasts and... babies
0: and podcasts everywhere. But mainly this one and these babies. And not these babies. babies, but...
1: Sometimes we're babies. Other babies. When the Giants lose them, baby.
0: That is uh, dangerously that is dangerous. good. Okay,
1: what's the? What's the I was going to say, what's here? the proof on this bad boy? It's not, I mean, it's seventy. Uh, it's I not like it's
0: ninety, 70. but it's
1: all right. That's some good stuff. I think it passes the taste test. Crown Royal, always a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> it was twenty five bucks. I thought it would have been less than that. I figured it was about a twenty for Crown Royal, but it probably also depends, by but on liquor store. Well, this is deceiving.
0: I can't really tell. Is this? Seven fifty. How much? How big I think is it's seven
1: fifty. I would assume. Yep, that's
0: uh, not bad. It's 25. not bad, but I
1: mean, it's like you could get a decent bourbon for twenty five. Also, but I like that. That's. that's I don't that's, know that I would even. That's good. Is it vanilla? I mean, it's vanilla, but it's just very smooth. It's like a hint of vanilla. It doesn't taste like. There's vanilla no. Coke. The other
0: thing is I there's mean, no um. Like, he, not heat. Like. It almost tastes, it doesn't burn Even though it's room temperature, it almost tastes cool. Like, well,
1: I've had it sitting out here.
0: so well, bring it out, but, but still, it's not. Yeah. It's very much room temperature. But it's there's no like. I mean, not, I guess in the throat, <sighs> you get a little bit of. The I get a little bit of warmth warm in my warmest, chest. Right yeah, here. but oh, that's really good. That
1: was really good. It's I'm, not the manliest whiskey in the world. No, nah, but, but we grew up. Next but once to Canada, it's in a glass, so. you can't tell. You're good. You're manly now. Um, I should just put in that decanter you got me, and then I'll be like, yeah, then you'll never know what it is. Now there's anything wrong with it. Um, so yeah, passes the taste test. Uh, okay. So uh, if you've been keeping up with us, we haven't podcasted since right after Spider-Man came out. So it's been just over a month. Usually we're saying we want to yeah. do this at least once a month. It's
0: been about once a month.
1: Yeah. Uh, but since then, we did just finish up season two of Versus. Thank you guys to everybody yes. that watched that. Um we had a lot of fun doing it. So we, we did the math, didn't we say the sequels ended up winning eight to two? We didn't talk about it in the final episode, that which was sounds DuckTales right. versus DuckTales Two. Um I think it makes sense this that the sequels win. It's it's weird in video games because it seems like in video games most times the sequels are better than the original. In movies that's not always the case. I feel like
0: with video games, not always, but for the most part with video games, improvements that could be made are more um objective. Whereas in movies, it's more subjective. So you may change something in a movie, you know, in a sequel, that it's going to be, you know, some people are going to like, some people aren't going to like. Look at The Last Jedi. Versus video games, more often than not, when there's something that people don't like about it, it's I feel like it's pretty unanimous. And it's like, if we do this better... We'll be good. For example, we just talked, you know, off air... A little bit about Breath of the Wild and how it would truly be a perfect game if it didn't have the weird like weapons and shields that
1: break. It would be literally, it would be perfect. It would yes. be absolutely perfect. It would be no question, by the way, stay tuned for a few weeks from now. I think that's what we should do for our podcast section on the stream. What's that? Top ten. Oh. All yeah.
0: Time. Um But um, like if they do when they do a true Breath of the Wild sequel. And part of me almost hopes we get a 2D before then. I think we will. We have I thought to. We, I thought it... Um, if you, if it's more or less Breath of the Wild, I would say Breath of the Wild minus the breaking weapons and shields, and go back yes. a little bit more towards your classic dungeons as opposed to just small, like, four dungeons, pretty confined, and it's just like a few puzzles you have to solve. Like, I want more classic Zelda dungeons. But I don't think anybody, I mean, I'm sure there's always some, but I feel like 99% of the population would view those as positive changes. I agree. Whereas movies, you might do something different and it's very polarizing. Again, like The Last Jedi. Um, I don't know. How did we air? Oh, sequels. sequels. So yeah, I would oh, say yeah. it, it makes sense too. that most of the time sequels improve. They should. Every single video game should get better. Yeah. Because with movies it's also, it's just, it's totally different. It's a different, now video games, it's a different story too, but video games, I feel like, change more with time just because the, the hardware is improving. The, the Knowing how to use what you have in the hardware, even if the hardware doesn't change, you know how to use it better and it just makes sense that sequels, I never really would have thought about that. I would have thought it'd be about 50-50, but no, I think it makes sense that the sequels won that 8-2 to or whatever we said it was. Yeah, I so. think it was
1: 8-2. to That makes sense to me. Yep, so we finished up on DuckTales versus DuckTales 2. Uh, we both probably should have put in a little practice before we played. We were rusty. Um, we got lost Rusted. in Transylvania, but I think Sean was telling me that he figured out where he thinks we're Yeah, watching wrong. it
0: back after, I think I know...
1: Yeah, where to go now? Uh, it's so it fun, and it it makes me want to go back and play DuckTales and Be like, no, I'm not that bad anymore. I I remember I used to beat this game every time I played it. Like, yeah. we, my skills have not deteriorated that much. so right. whatever. Um, but it's a lot of fun. One other thing we should get to that b- before we get too far into this, uh, coming up November 10th. Yes, Nerd 901. The whole family, we're going to be part of the extra live stream. Uh, we're going to be going from 10 a.m. Saturday the 10th until well we won't i won't because i got i got kids um from 10 a.m saturday to 10 a.m on sunday we will be streaming it'll be uh it'll be the two of us it'll be the two of us it'll be nick and adam it'll be uh ernie uh the blurb without fear it'll be eric bartolotta or is it Lotta or loda i say lotta but i don't know eric just correct me um, Eric Bart- Bartolotta. Um, I think Katie Forbes is going to be there on I the think schedule. She's this popping in. Saw, yeah, uh, maybe a couple other people. But basically, the whole Nerd Nine Hundred One family. A lot of those names you should recognize if you've been following with us, following us. Paul we got on YouTube. Yes, the other Shifani. One more Shifani. So all the brothers Schifani. Um Looking forward to it. We've got a few segments on there. Um, we're going to set her, settle our street. We're going to have our Street Fighter tournament rubber match. Yep which I'm very excited about uh we're going to do a live podcast on there as well and I think we're also going to be part of this uh InnerSight championship and then we'll probably be popping in and out also and in, in other things and um it's going to be a good time had for head for all um this is something that Sean and I talked about that we kind of wanted to do and then Nerd901 said they wanted to do it as well. And we're like, well, that's way easier to do it with like eight people than it is the two of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can tag um, in and out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So uh, I'm really excited for it. It's for a great cause. We're doing it for Le Bonheur here in Memphis. Um, Just fantastic hospital. Um And uh yeah, so stay tuned for that. It'll be all over our social media here in the next two. Wow. It's only two weeks? Three weeks. away. Three. Because my birthday is two weeks away. So three weeks from now. Three weeks. Um, so stay tuned for that. We'll be tweeting everything. Nerd9 follow nerd901 at nerd underscore, underscore 901 yeah. on Twitter. Um they'll have all the information. Um I told Nick, I was like, that was a fantastic graphic that y'all tweeted out the first time. I like the because it's got like the old TV. Yeah. But it's all and he's like, Well, I had nothing to do with it. So <laughs> Eric did a good job. Said, so Eric, good job. Uh so yeah. We got a lot to cover today. Um two other other two other quick things I just wanted to say. We did see Venom um, two weeks ago. We went to a private screening, which was about the coolest thing I've ever been able to say. Not really private. I, yeah, you know I wouldn't I mean. say private. Um, just an early screening. An early screening of Venom. Uh, we didn't do a video because that night there was just, it was late and it was way over in Cordova and the Yankees were playing and whatever. So we didn't get to put up a video review of that, but we both liked it. I liked it a lot. Now, Admittedly, I went in with yes, as you relatively
0: should. low expectations. My expectations were real high when I heard, for the first time, Tom Hardy is Venom. Yeah. I'm like, sign me up. I'm in. This is perfect. And then the more I saw of the trailers, I'm like, something seems off yeah. here. And then the movie was nothing. To me, it was nothing at all like the trailers made it out to be. I thought it was going to be just very <laughs> like dark
1: and just... Batman vs. Superman with Venom.
0: Basically, yeah. yeah. And it was much more, I wouldn't say it was lighthearted, but much more lighthearted than I would have thought.
1: It was upbeat. Eddie. I thought it was really good. good. Tom Hardy was great. Tom Hardy's interactions with the symbiote, which they did correct everything there to say symbiote, yeah. not symbiote, Symbio- thank God, Um, were so well done. Tom Hardy is just freaking awesome. And yep. I still feel like he's kind of underrated as an actor. Yeah. You know, I don't think he's talked about, and I'm not saying he's Leo and, and Depp and stuff like that, but I, he's he's... He's, I mean, he's what not that he's like way up there. Yeah. Um, I think he's great. We also saw not a nerdy movie, but we did finally go see a Star is Born last night. That was fantastic. That movie, I like that a lot. It's so good. It's so good. Bradley Cooper,
0: probably my two favorite actors Tom Hardy and Bradley Cooper.
1: Hmm. I think I'd have to put Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill. Up <laughs> Bradley Cooper could have been <sighs> Batman, by the way. That dude is all just to think. Like I was telling dad, so like he started, he didn't start out in the hangover, he started out in wedding crashers. That was his first, yeah, because yeah. I looked up DB. So he we went from that to another little, uh, he was a bit part in some other comedy, I don't remember. Then he did the hangover, like he was good that's where that, he blew up, but it's hangover. like it's just a hangover. It's like Ed Helms and Peter God, with Zach Galifianakis. Zach. <laughs> I was thinking of lasagna, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> um, we got a guy in our fancy league that we, <laughs> okay. we can't pronounce his name, say. and we just call him lasagna, even though it doesn't even start with an L. You and shouldn't was... even have explained
0: it. You should have just left it as, lasagna. I was thinking about lasagna. lasagna.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. They didn't even know I was talking about a person. <laughs> um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So anyway, so he goes from those kind of movies, and The Hangover 2 was horrible because it was so bad. I never went to see 3, and 3 didn't seem like it was that good. And there's a perfect example of
0: sequel exactly. movie sequels getting worse.
1: Um, except for the Dark Knight, best movie ever made. True. Um, but then like the last three big movies that he has been in, not counting, I'm not counting Avengers and stuff because he's a talking raccoon. Um, but between that and his vocal performance in this, and I don't even mean singing, I just mean talking. Yeah, he could be a fantastic yeah. voice actor for anything, like for video games, for anything. Like he's. Now,
0: what are you uh, talking about? His last three movies.
1: His well, I got sidetracked there. His last big three movies were Silver Linings Playbook. American Sniper, and this. Not counting all the Avengers stuff. Those are three heavy hitter, yeah, fantastic movies where he freaking killed it in all three yeah. of them. And they were all very sad and just, oh. And that Eastwood movie looks good, and he's a cop in yep. that. That looks really good, The Mule. So anyways, go see A Star is Born. It's not nerdy or anything, but I just wanted to touch on that because it's, it's a very great movie. Uh,
0: anything else you want to talk about? Uh, not that, No. We already got it all on here.
1: All right. We beat Spider-Man. Obviously, it's been a while. Um, Any final thoughts you want to add? Oh, I did platinum it, obviously. I will say the game... Oh, because I was a little down on it. Let let me update my thoughts on that because I I said it was about an 8.5 when we were on the podcast, and I had some nips and gripes. What's it called? It's not what I meant to say. Nips and gripes. (laughs) Picking. I was nitpicking, I think is what I was trying to say. (laughs) Um, I said it was about an 8.5. I really liked it. I still don't think it's as good as Asylum or City, but it definitely bumped up to like a 9 or 9.2 for me because the last, the third act of that game is fantastic.
0: There was something about, I mean, I've from the second I started playing it, I loved it. And I couldn't quite put my finger on what just really drew me to the game, but I think you nailed it. On probably our last podcast when you said like it's very it's obviously very very similar to arkham and we always knew it would be yeah it just it makes more sense playing as spider-man the way that you fight the the fighting is i'm not gonna say it's identical but it's very very similar between this and arkham but it just makes more sense and stuff it makes more sense yes yeah
1: like batman going like punch to and he like <laughs> just jumps 20 feet over here without a grapple hook or anything to kick this guy right. and then he jumps over. like it makes more sense when it's spider-man like probably the most agile if that's even a, a category yeah superhero that there is um i agree that the combat well i agree because i said it the combat definitely <laughs> i makes agree more, with
0: myself
1: it makes more sense in spider-man but yeah the third act of this game is great i will say if you haven't got this yet or if you haven't platinumed it yet if you plan on platinuming this game try to focus on the crimes as you're going Yeah, keep up it. with it. Yeah, Because I, my last two hours of grinding for that platinum was just swinging through different boroughs of the city trying to make sh- until a crime would pop up so I could go solve, or solve it. So I could go beat the guys up and get that. That was the last trophy I got and it was a grind. That does not diminish at all how I feel about that game because that's completely optional. It's just one of those things where I got to get the platinum. Um, it was it's a fantastic game. I'm very happy. I cannot wait for the sequel. Um, yeah, I can't wait for the sequel to see where they go. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? So we both also have now beaten The Messenger. Sean had not played it yet last time we podcasted. I had started it, put about four hours in. I can't remember. I think I might have gotten to the the Switch uh, in the gameplay style um last time we podcasted, but i'm not sure but um so Sean since you hadn't played it at all yeah. last time we podcast what'd you think about the messenger because i loved it and i still love it
0: i loved it i really liked it at first and then it it's like i really liked it and then somewhere right around the switch i kind of started yep. to like it less and then once i really got the hang of it and i understood like the the gameplay doesn't change, but the I mean it does. But when that first happened, I'm like, nah, something's not. I just it's weird because to me it's not a true Metroidvania. I mean it is, but I, it no, isn't. I agree. There's something. I know what you mean. It's honestly the I'm gonna kind of go back on what I just said because what it kind of reminds me of is Metroid Fusion. Okay. Now, I don't know if you ever played that. I
1: haven't. That's one of those I still need. To, I, I still need to go back and finish Zero Mission and then play Fusion.
0: It's it's Metroidvania, but it's you kind of have like a hub mm-hmm. and then these different areas you can go to. And the game tells you where to go. Now, this one, they give you hints or you can pay for the better hint and it will then tell you where to go. And in theory, yeah, you can go from the beginning of the game all the way through to the end of the game. Yeah. But for the most part, you kind of just go back to that hub and you go oh, i need to it's go here it's not a circle now i'm going to go here yeah it's not a flat circle like time is thank you um that's neither here nor there it's not a bad thing or a good thing but it just it didn't have a true metroidvania feel to it for me um but once i really got the hang of the new the way it was kind of laid out absolutely loved it um the funny thing is well we kind of talked about this Last week, maybe, or earlier in the week off air, I feel like I 100%ed this game. Now, there's not a lot to do. Yeah, you did. There's those 45 things. You got all those. That's basically it. Yeah. It's easy to do all your upgrades. Like, I got more of the little shards than I could ever use, but. You
1: never didn't, you just did a little bit of the the exploit that I found, right? Yeah, I think I got about
0: 500 of them. Um, Now, I'm sure if this were on PS4, which it probably will be eventually, and if there's a platinum, It's going to be something ridiculous, like beat it in under eight hours without dying or something. So I would never platinum it, but I 100% in this game. Now, I'm not bragging. There's not a whole lot to do. You beat the game, there's one side, there's one collectible thing to do, and it's not that difficult, especially just because doing your upgrade tree, one of the upgrades shows you where each, where every single one of them is. Um, So it's not even that impressive, but I, I had a fun time. 100 percent yeah and it never felt like a grind at all. Um, now, to me, we end up with this game, mm-hmm. Hollow Knight, and Chasm are all kind of... I, I mean, these are the last three games... Well, Spider-Man was in there. Spider-Man came yeah. after Chasm and before Hollow Knight, I guess. Um, but three very similar games... And I played and beat them all within, I don't know, three months. One was Chasm. Two months, maybe? Two or three months.
1: What is it now? It's October. Chasm was July, I think. So, so three, months. three months. Yeah. So over the last three months, I beat these three games. You still have yet to play Hollow Knight. Yeah. I was hoping to have something to say about it on this, but I'll that, that's my next. Although I still, that's a, like, oh, my backlog.
0: I mean, these three games are all fantastic. They're all easily in my top 10 for the year. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be tough. My gut right now tells me Chasm is probably number three. Hmm. And then uh, I kind of, I feel like I'm going to put Hollow Knight over the messenger just because it's a lot more interesting. It's a lot more deep. It's a lot more, there's just more to do. And I felt this was fun and I enjoyed all the, 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 the quips and all the, the best, funny dialogue and best stuff. Best writing
1: in any game this year, except for maybe God of War. Maybe it might even be better than God of War. Because um, it was just, it was so clever. And, but like, yeah. I never cared about the story. Like, whatever. I did like the cutscene before you went to the last area. That was kind of cool to actually, like, yeah, yeah, why yeah. you're doing this and yeah. who these guys in the robes are and all that stuff. That was cool to give a little bit of backstory. But besides that, I just wanted to keep talking to the guy and getting funny things. Right.
0: Like, I was invested in this game because of the gameplay. It was fun. Hollow Knight was very fun, but it also it, really kind of drew me in and i felt this connection to this world not too much i mean somewhat the characters and more so the characters in hollow knight than the messenger but definitely the world of hollow knight more than the messenger the gameplay like the controls of the messenger to me they're like perfect
1: I think you had the uh, platform. You did a lot better with the platforming section. Some of those crazy sections, a lot better than I did. Well,
0: that the one part that I struggled with, in the Glacier Peak or whatever that place is called, when you came over that one night.
1: Yeah, I
0: ended up back there two or three more times during the game. Never. I'm like, why did I struggle so much? I think I just hadn't fully, yeah, grasped. The, and that was when I was in that period. That's before it really peaked for me. I was kind of, I like this game, but this is just bringing me back. It's giving me, um what do you call it celeste vibes and i'm just like this is too stressful it's stressing me out i don't like this and then i got the hang of it and there were still times in the game where i would start freaking out and just like attack jump attack jump attack jump and i wasn't really knowing what i was doing i was just trying to like stay up in the air and just you eventually just make out, it. And like, yeah. oh. so there's still a little bit of that in the end but to me the gameplay like the controls and stuff are absolutely perfect so you didn't game. have any
1: issues playing on switch I mean playing um, with the pro controller versus because I use I use my 8-bit. No, program. I didn't have any issues with that.
0: Okay. No, none at all. Um my gut I need to spend a little time away from it, but I feel like chances are if I do that, I mean I will do that. I think that's only gonna make me tend to go back towards Hollow Knight being my favorite of the three. Okay. If anything, you know, if I thought Messenger was the best, I could see after some time you know, no longer a prisoner of the moment, being like, that's eh, good, but I still like Hollow Knight better. I think even right now I still like Hollow Knight a little better. Um there's just so much to do and it it's kind of overwhelming, but it never felt like never felt too overwhelming. So I don't know. I'm curious when you finally get to play. Yeah. I'm curious to see what you think about it. But so
1: so I went through this thinking through the first four hours or so before I got to the Switch. I thought Messenger is definitely better than Chasm. This is so much fun. It's not a Metroidvania yet. It's just a Ninja Gaiden game, except ten times better. I'll I'm just saying the first the Ninja Gaiden section before you get to the Metroidvania section, better than any Ninja Gaiden NES game, period. Yeah. I don't think it's even close. Um still challenging, but not too challenging. Controls, like Sean said, they're absolutely perfect. Then I g it's just like Sean said, something happens when you switch to the 16 bit aesthetic. I don't know if it's because all that happened first was just a change in the graphical style. Nothing else changed. I was like, well, I'm just, how long am I going to play Ninja Gaiden? Right. It's kind of what I think happened. And then we got to Metroidvania section and I didn't know where to go because I didn't realize you could pay for a hint. And yeah. hint, the, the first couple hints I got from the guy was like, I have no idea what he's talking about. Um, And so at that point I was like, I don't even know that I'm ever going to be this. And I was, I was DMing Bernardo because I know he had played it and he was, he went through some frustrations with it. He loved the game too. Um, and I was like, no, Chasm's definitely better than this. And then once it finally clicked, it's like I got I got back into it, and I was like, okay, now I know where to go. It's telling me where to go. the 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 one thing I wish there were more warps because it's like, yeah, oh, you got it. Here's your hint, but then you warp to like you got to go here on the map, and you warp to over here, and then
0: you, you have to work it. your way. Back. There was,
1: I think, when they called this Metroidvania, they thought Metroidvania just meant lots of backtracking.
0: You know what I mean? Right. Because yeah. there's
1: a lot of backtracking in this. Um, but the, there's a, well, I don't want to talk about the the mechanic, why it goes from 8 to 16-bit, because that's really cool. And there's stuff that's involved in there that's for puzzle solving and stuff. At the end of the day, I don't know. I do think I like this better than Chasm, which, so now, and I loved Chasm. Yeah. So now I'm very interested to play. that. Well, So when I was talking about my my backlog, so... I've got nothing coming out until November thirteenth, when Hitman Two comes out. Uh, Sean Bean is it? You get you get to kill. Sean Bean is the first uh, elusive contract. It's just meta perfect. Um, so I've got Hollow Knight that I've downloaded and haven't played yet. I still got Secret of Mana that like I'm third, probably a third of the way through. I would guess. I want to play that because I'm really enjoying that. A lot. Of, there's some people that love that remake and some people just completely crapped on it. I really love it so far. I didn't really like the SNES version, the little bit of it that I had played. Um, I'm loving this. So I got to go back and play that. But I think I do – I think I have to play Hollow Knight next Um, and beat that. And then Secret of Mana is one of those things in between games. I think I'm going to chip away at that over time. Yeah. Uh, Because it's fun. I'm not invested in the story or anything like that. So it's one of those things where it's just – when Hitman 2 comes out, I'm playing Hitman 2 all the way. I'm so – so excited for that game, way more than the game that comes out here in a few days. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Um, but I'm very excited also to also see where Hollow Knight ranks. It was funny because Colin, when he first started playing it two podcasts ago, when he's talking with Chris, uh, he was like, "I don't know what the big deal is." He was like two hours in, he's like, "This isn't even that hard." Like, it's yeah. just I don't know what's going on. And then he played. Then when he came back the week later, he's like, "Oh man, I was this game's hard." Uh, I was wrong. There's like like you were saying about there's like these benches, and you get the map, but then you got to do even when you get the map, it doesn't unlock, and it's it's he 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 adores it as well. Yeah. So I'm very excited to play Hollow Knight. Uh,
0: it's really just the boss fights that are hard. The game, okay, itself is not that that's how hard Chasm was too. I would say right. The game itself is not that hard. It's a little um you you will get lost. You will not know where to go many times. Obtuse, but I don't call that think of that as it being hard right the only parts that are like really challenging and difficult are the boss fights and it's not every boss fight so but does some it, of
1: the boss fights are they're they're tough. they're tough does does it have any of the crazy platforming like messenger did uh no difficult sections okay then i'm no no none that i can think of okay well that's good yeah but yeah. it's it's
0: the it's a true Metroid metroidvania. yeah
1: i'm excited for it. the art all i've seen is the art and it's really just still pictures i haven't even watched any videos because i just want to go in as blind yeah. as i can but just the art just looking at pictures of that it's just beautiful i know i've seen you and ernie going back and forth and how much he loves it too yeah i hope it i, I don't want to spend 80 hours in this game like ernie though <laughs> shout out to ernie yeah uh, i can't do that um but i'm excited to play it and this has really been the year of the metroidvania and we haven't yeah. even played guacamelee 2. Like that's another thing that I haven't I heard, even played the first one. I've got the first one because it was on PS Plus one month, really, and I played it a little bit. Um, and talk about writing, like in the messenger, the, the writing in Guacamelee and the humor and everything is just fantastic. It's you know, the, it's Drinkbox, same people that did Severed, so it's that kind of art style. Um, but okay, it's, you know, it's a two D platformer, two D. It's a Metroidvania.
0: I didn't realize until I beat it that Messenger was. Um, uh. Devolver. Yeah. I didn't even realize that when I was playing it. But yeah. Wait.
1: Oh, no, I knew that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I did not. But it was great. And I like how at the end they basically, like we said, not spoilers or anything. They just They just say text. It's to be continued. So it yeah. seems like they're setting up for a sequel. I wonder if they would do like, I don't think you can do the 8 and 16 thing with any other era. Like you can't do thirty two and sixty four because then it's just it's really just that's all about polygons and I don't want to play that game right in a in a three D space. So I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know how else you would do that.
1: But yeah, play the messenger if you have not already. It's fantastic. Um Jared Petty's been singing his praises too. He said this game should come with a warning for how badass it is. And I'm like, <laughs> Amen, Jared. Amen. Yeah. Uh what else you've been playing, Sean? That's pretty much it. Um, you went back to an old game yesterday didn't you or a couple days yeah, ago yeah so
0: I wanted to go back and I was getting the itch to just start uh, do a new game plus in Spider-Man didn't have it downloaded went to download it said it was going to take an hour so had to kill my time with something else so I got back into Shovel Knight but specifically uh, Spectre of Torment a game that I had played and it was fun it's no shovel knight, but it's orders of magnitude better than.
1: Um, oh god, it's not even the same league as Plague Knight. Plague Knight, yeah. Uh,
0: Plague of Shadows. It took me a little bit to remember. I knew about the the slashing yeah. thing, but like the running up the wall. Like it took me a little bit to get a hang for the controls again. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna see it through now. I think I've beaten four or
1: five of the levels. I'll finish it. Um, that's a lot of fun. And
0: then we still have the King Knight coming, right?
1: Yeah, and that looks pretty good. And then we've also got the Shovel Knight's doing their own Smash thing. Oh, That's yeah. part of that next update. So April 2019, we get the King Knight campaign. Oh, that's not until April? <clears throat> King Knight was Ugh. originally supposed to come out this year. So it's going to come out literally five years after the game because the game came out April 2014. They're going to finish Shovel Knight finally April 29th. Is Yacht Games, does it, do they do anything else? Nope. So they have to
0: be working on Shovel Knight too, right? God, I hope There's so. no way that, I mean, the game is done. Right. There's no way that, Whatever King Knight is gonna end up being can take that long. They I have to be doing something else.
1: I agree. What I think they're doing is I think they I think the reason King Knight is taking so long is because they've split up half their team because they've made Buku money. Yeah. Like they're they they do not have to worry about Kickstarter. We've said that on here before, but they don't have to worry about Kickstarter the next time around. Um I think that it's taking so long because they've at least split their team off to start doing Maybe not half and half, but some of the team has split off to start working on Shovel Knight 2. Yeah. I hope it's 16-bit because everything they were able to do with an 8-bit aesthetic would be amazing to see what they can do with 16. Um, Both of those graphic styles just don't age at all. They're perfect. Um, So I'm very excited. Shovel Knight 2 has to be coming, but at this point, 2020, it will play it on PS5 probably. (sighs) You're probably right.
0: Um. But yeah, that's about it. I think once I finish that, or even while I'm finishing that, I do think I'm going to go back and maybe do some more Spider-Man. I was on the verge of, since we were just talking about it, starting Breath of the Wild again, but I didn't. It's, it's just, just it's just too much to...
1: It's so monumental a task to even think. Now, about. there's no
0: New Game Plus in that, right? I don't think it's there is. It's been so long.
1: I don't believe so, no. If I could just start that game with the Master Sword,
0: like I feel like I could almost just pick up and just play my current game and still yeah. have just as much fun. Like there's almost no need to start it over again. But and I, that's part of the reason why I didn't. I'm like, what is this doing for me? I you just, just can't
1: do the Divine Beast. Exactly. You can fight which again wasn't again, my favorite again, anyway. Yeah.
0: Um, but I never I never ended up doing that. There's not I don't know what the next game uh, I still think it's Resident Evil is the next game coming that I truly Care
1: about just that. I, so
0: in the meantime, I'm just kind of treading water, and like I said, I'll probably do Spider Man again. Um, I want to finish uh, Spectre of Torment. Maybe there's some other indie games that I don't even realize are out there that I'll pick up and play. But I'm kind of in a little bit of a lull, and I kind of like that. Yeah. Like, although what's funny is now that my whole the test thing that I've been studying for, whatever. That I passed. Uh, now that's done, and I got about three months till I have a kid. Like this is the time to oh be playing God. these games.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. And
0: I feel like I'm just. This is when I wish there was more to play. You should, but play- at the same time, I'm kind of I'm I'm fine with the fact that there's not much.
1: If you feel the itch to play anything that you haven't played before, I'm telling you, Watch Dogs Watch Dogs Two, 2 for me, you will have a blast. It's to just not worry about platinum it, it's probably 15 hours or something. At least sp- I I played it for 30 hours, I think, to platinum it. And it didn't feel a like a grind at all.
0: Are we covering uh, PS Plus on here? Or are they not
1: announced yet? Uh, no. It. Okay. Maybe announced- maybe something good will come next well, month. Well, that's true. So, well, there was a leak for PlayStation Plus for November. Not a leak. They put it up on their website, and then they took it down. It was... Um,
0: I guess what I could do is just sign in to... I've still got your ID on my PlayStation. I guess I could always sign in and play Guacamelee if I really wanted oh. to. That'd be a nice like, casual thing to work through. Uh,
1: Yeah, so there was a leak. Crap, I wish I... Yeah, good call. I should have written that down. Uh, There's two games. So basically what happened was Sony put up an ad on their website for November's PS Plus games way before they should have been announced and then they pulled them down. In those games, uh, I don't want to accept your cookies. (laughs) Uh, Oh, there was a delay. PS Plus November 2018 delay. They're not coming anytime soon. What? Uh, Yeah, fine. Give me your cookies. Give me all the cookies. Give me your cookies. Okay. Oh, my God. How many times can you give me your cookies? Uh... Oh, yes. So it was supposed to be the ones that were leaked were Storm Full Clip Edition, which is a bullet hell first person shooter remastered. It was a PS3 title remastered for PS4. Sounds like so much fun. Just like hmm. stupid, like not like Call of Duty or anything like that. Nothing against Call of Duty, but just like bullet hell, just just yeah. lots of fun, stupid. And also Yakuza Kiwami, which I've heard nothing but good things about the whole Yakuza series. I've never gotten into it. Everybody says that's the best one to jump into. It's a remake of the first one. Yakuza 0, I believe, don't quote me, is a is a prequel, but Yakuza Kiwami is a remake of Yakuza 1. Those are supposed to be the two free PS Plus games for November, but they haven't come out yet.
0: You know what I really want is uh,
1: some more whiskey. Oh, my God, what's it called? Um, the PS Plus games this month was Friday the 13th in that Laser League that we never did a Let's Play for.
0: Broforce. I want Broforce 2. I want Broforce 2 so That's bad. That's I one
1: want. thing. Google that.
0: Talk about a just easy to just pick yes. up and waste time in game.
1: That did come to Switch also. Did it? Oh, and going back to what you said about the messenger, I don't, I don't feel the need to go back and play through this game again. Now, if it did come to PS4 and it was a doable platinum where you didn't have a beat the game in five hours or whatever time limit thing, where you just had to get all the collectibles and stuff, like a fair platinum, I would probably buy it again and play through it again on PS4. But who knows? Um, so that's all you've been playing, Sean? Uh, yeah, I think that's it. So I beat Link Between Worlds for the third time. Uh, I believe I had started playing it last time we got together and podcasted, but I'm not hundred percent sure. But I beat it for the third time. Once on your Game Boy, your <laughs> Game Boy, your 3DS. Twice on mine. This game, I just I, I forget until I play it how much. <clears throat> it's not better than a Link to the Past. But my God, like it is so incredibly this game mm-hmm. is a ten out of ten. It is so good now the only well, it, maybe it's a nine point eight out of ten. It is very I didn't die one time the last time I played really? I died once, I didn't die any times this time, yeah, um I didn't try a hundred percent I didn't get all the my Mai mice this time because I got all of them on the on, on another save, so I didn't feel the need to do that, and I only had like fifteen hearts out of twenty, I think maybe sixteen um by the time I beat it. But the game is just so much fun and it's perfect. And it's possibly, I think I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy to say this, but I think it's the best soundtrack in any Zelda game ever. Like the remixes that they did for the high rule theme and the dark world theme slash the low rule theme are just I I put I put that video. There's a 30-minute video on YouTube that is just a low rule theme over and over again, like mixed perfectly, and it's just soaked. And it's it's just That was way off key, I know. That wasn't bad. But it's just, it's so perfect, and the game is so much fun. It's just so funny. When I think back to 2013, it came out in 2013. It got announced in 2013, I'm pretty sure. When I saw it, first got announced, I was like, whoa, they're basically remaking Link to the Past. That's awesome. And then I'm like, what the hell is Link doing on the wall? Why is he in the wall? You don't even get items in the dungeons anymore? What the hell's, oh man, how'd they screw this up? Stupid Nintendo. I didn't have a 3DS, so it didn't matter. Got great reviews, but then when I finally played it, when Sean let me borrow it a couple of years ago, I was like, I am a horrible Zelda fan for not playing this when it first came out. Yeah. It is so good. I don't know that I'm going to do this because, like I said, my backlog. Oh, and I still got to beat Celeste. Did you ever beat it? I forget. Nope. Oh, I don't feel the need to go back and just, I don't know. I don't know what everybody loves that game, of, but whatever.
0: It's fun, but I just, I don't feel the need. Like, I feel like I've experienced it. Yeah. I like it. But it's it's almost I can't think of another game that has stressed me out to the point where I don't want to play it the the pending stress it's outweigh every like Resident Evil seven, yeah, when I played that game like there were times where I'd be like, I want to play this game, but God, I just don't know if I can put myself through that especially the first half of that game, but then every time I did, I'm like, God, this is so good like. Celeste, yeah. There's a little bit of a yeah, once I finally get past a part is it that I've died a thousand times at, and then I'm just like, and then oh, next screen it's the same thing but harder, and I I'm like, it's Push just the PlayStation it's too button, much for me. Rest mode, I'm done. I feel like yeah. I've experienced it enough to I I get what the game is. I don't need to beat it. I may someday, but I don't know. Yeah, that's something I could be playing right
1: now. But you don't feel the need to, and yeah, yeah. I just I just
0: don't feel the need to
1: um well how oh okay yeah hard game that's what made me think of it i've never played any of the zelda games on hero mode or hard mode or whatever like they did it in twilight they did it in breath of the wild they did it in link between worlds they did the master quest in ocarina which i think was basically hard mode right right or it was flipped or something they i think you took there was a true
0: master quest on, on the gamecube remake
1: was it like Zelda 1 Second Quest? Not quite,
0: like to where the overworld is changed, but like levels were laid out differently and stuff. Then on the 3DS one, the Master Quest, I don't even, I don't, that's not even what they call it. They call it something else. Master Edition. They call it, there's some other name yeah. to it. And it's basically. Just hard? I think it's just hard mode, basically. Okay. But
1: Well, so my point is I've never played any Zelda game on hard mode other than Zelda 1 Second Quest, which is really, I mean, it's hard mode, but also everything's different. Uh, we'll talk about Zelda one later. Um, but this is the first Zelda game that I'm kind of like, I think I want to try. It's called hero mode in this. I think I want to try hero mode. Did you ever do that on Link Between Worlds? I don't think so. Because I think you take. I would think if you can beat the
0: game without dying, hero mode's probably within your. It.
1: Yeah. But I think I would take my time. Like I'm going to get every heart container. Yeah. Like I'm going to go slow, beef up my, my rupees and get rent everything and buy everything and because um, that's where see that's what will be interesting is in hero mode then the whole renting thing really comes into play because if I'm renting stuff and, and you're dying, dying then all the time yeah it. yep so I don't know uh, I did also play a fantastic game called Jack and Jill DX um, that is five dollars and, and you got a platinum I got two platinums out of it and I have 25 platinums now I don't know what I've become. I can't stop myself. But this game was actually kind of cool. Like I, I'll, I'll let you look at it sometime. It's on PS4 and Vita. It's five bucks. It looks like a Game Boy game, like a black and white, not green and black. And it's it's an automatic runner, but what it is, you're like this little blob that's Jack, and you're trying to get to Jill at the end of every stage. You automatically run, and it teaches you as you go, like, okay, push X to jump, obviously. You jump over this guy. It's basically like... You have to go from point A to point B, but you can jump. Eventually, you can do wall jumps and stuff. And also, whenever you hit a wall, you turn around and go back the other way. So sometimes it's about, well, I bounce, and then that's how I get to that platform, then I can bounce here. and It's actually kind of fun. I got the Platinum in 10 minutes. Um, But this is actually one of those games where I'm like, I think there's seven or eight worlds with 20 stages each. You just have to beat the first world and do a couple mini games to get the platinum. So I just did that, but I was like, what is the, this is actually fun. I know.
0: Why is that a platinum?
1: I don't is know. There no,
0: like PlayStation. There like, is like quality control. There like, is,
1: but it is so lax. Basically, like if you have enough other trophies and if, cause it, each trophy gets you points. Like if you look at your, uh, your PSN profile, You've got like your trophy and then you've got a bar like your 14 or 16 or 7, whatever. Each trophy gets a certain amount of points. As long as you've got enough trophies to get to a certain amount of points, you can have a platinum. Now what they don't want is what what they won't allow is you to just put a game up for cheap and say free platinum or easy platinum. Because there was a game called 1001. It was basically a game that was like these pictures on tiles and you just had to move one tile to complete the picture and do it like 10 times and you get a platinum and they advertise it as it's just a it just whatever you'll get a platinum and they took that down they made them take it down well that's good but this game's actually fun i was surprised Um uh, but i have to i wanted my 25th platinum to be metal gear Solid 3 on the vita um but i'll, I'll get to it at some point but it's fun and i did not get the hollow knight i feel i feel bad i wanted to play hollow knight but i haven't got there yet yeah but Jack and Dil- Jack and Jill DX, that uh, was fun. Thank you, Greg Miller, as always, for the easy platinums. <sighs> Sean, you want to get to the news? Let's do it. So we are contractually obligated. If you are a video game podcast host, you have to talk about Timeout. Yes. Let's let's talk about fantasy.
0: Andy Dalton is six of eleven for sixty yards. All sixty-two. A.J. Green has 59. I'm going to lose.
1: If he doesn't score, though, you're still in okay shape.
0: I I don't know what to expect out of Odell.
1: Atlanta has no defense. New York has
0: no offense. <laughs> Besides Saquon. That is correct. <laughs>
1: um, so, yes, we are contractually obligated to talk about Red Dead Redemption and all the controversy surrounding it. If you've been under a rock, there's been a whole lot to go through when it comes to Red Dead, Sean, if you have anything you want to look up online, this might be a good time. I've got a whole lot of reading to do, so basically, I'm going to try to recap this as well I can without boring you to tears. Um, don't don't look oh, don't don't look up here. Nope, nope. Because I got funny stuff. There you go. All right. So this all started last week. There was an. Inter- By the way, the Hauser brothers, the 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 heads of Rockstar, never give interviews. This is why. <laughs> this is why. So, originally, there was a Red Dead article. There was an interview in Vulture, and it read as such. The polishing, rewrites, and re-edits Rockstar does are immersed. Quote, we were working 100-hour weeks, end quote. Several times in 2018, Dan Hauser says. The finished game includes 300,000 animations, 500,000 lines of dialogue. Jeez, I'm crow. And many more lines of code. Even for RDR 2... Even for each RDR2 trailer and TV commercial, quote, we probably made 70 versions, but the editors make several hundred. Sam and I will both make lots of suggestions, as will other members of the team, unquote. So when a video game company now in the land of Jason Schreier reporting on things and talking about unionization and crunch and all this other stuff, when the head of Rockstar says, we were were working 100-hour weeks, it's going to sound some alarms. However, then... They quickly clarified what that meant in an update to Kotaku. There seems to be some confusion arising from my interview with Harold Goldberg. This comes from Dan Hauser. The point I was trying to make in the article was related to how the narrative and dialogue in the game was crafted. Were crafted should be right. Yes. Which was mostly what we talked about. Not about the different process of the wider team. After working on the game for seven years, the senior writing team, which consists of Four people, Mike Unsworth, Rupert Humphreys, Laszlo, which is hilarious. Laszlo, I thought he was just a GTA character, <laughs> and myself had, as we always do, three weeks of three weeks of intense work when we wrapped everything up. Three weeks, not years. We have all worked together for at least 12 years now, and we feel, and feel we need to get everything finished, and feel we need this to get everything finished. After so many years of getting things organized and ready on this project, we needed this to check and finalize everything. More importantly, we don't we obviously don't expect anyone else to work this way. Across the whole company, we have some senior people who work very hard purely because they're passionate about a project or their particular work. And we believe that passion shows in the games we release. I agree. But that additional effort is a choice, and we don't ask or expect anyone to work anything like this. Lots of senior people work in an entirely different way and are just as productive. I'm just one of them. exclamation point. No one, senior or junior, is ever forced to work hard. That's a weird thing to say. (laughs) (coughs) I I know he's just like, come on, get off our backs, but no one's forced to work hard. You should work hard at whatever job you have. I believe we go to great lengths to run a business that cares about its people and to make the company a great place to work. Okay. Then Rockstar lifted their HR. Rockstar HR lifted their ban. So originally, people that work at Rockstar were not allowed to talk on social media about inner workings at Rockstar at all. Rockstar HR said, "Holy crap, we got a shitstorm going on. You can talk about Poop it. Storm. Whatever. Sorry, PG podcast. Bleep. I won't remember. Um, kids, don't talk like that. Uh, so they lifted the ban. Good or bad, say whatever you want." Now you can say, well, if you work there, are you really going to say bad things? I get it, but let's, let's just, you got to hear both sides with anything. Quote, so now I got these quotes from the Kotaku article that, that summarize everything. Quote, first off, this was one of the most rewarding and least stressful project I've worked on, said Keith Thornburn, who works in the music department at Rockstar North in Edinburgh, did I say it right? Yeah, Scotland. I know what Epic Crunch feels like, but this was managed in such a way that I felt happy and healthy. Next quote: In a time that I've been at the studio, work practices have definitely improved," said Phil Beverage, a coder at Rockstar North. Beverage <laughs> quote: "Crunch on Red Dead Redemption Two has definitely been a lot better than it was on GTA 5, where I was pulling a month of seventy-plus hour weeks, while being told by my boss to go home at while being told by my boss at the time to go home." End quote. Next quote. I've never worked more than maybe 50 hours a week, and that's a rare occurrence, but I general, generally work about two to six hours of paid overtime per week, said Vivian Langdon, a tools programmer at Rockstar San Diego. Rockstar is all over. It's, they're, they're, I mean, they're, they're swimming in money at this point, but they're yeah. everywhere. Next quote. I've been at Rockstar for two years and worked on RDR, too, said Danny Bannister, a vehicle artist at Rockstar North. Hmm. Did you work on trains or does are horses considered vehicles? I've never worked anywhere close to 100 hours a week. There was some crunch, sure, but nothing ridiculous. We worked hard on the game, but we weren't being abused. I think the most I did on RDR2 was 60 for one week. And then Schreier made a note. Just so you know, that means five 12-hour days. Thank you, Jason Schreier. As a work, Next quote, final quote here. As a worker at Rockstar North, I should probably add my voice to the conversation going on around crunch. <coughs> Wrote, tools designer Tom Fautley. We do crunch. I've not seen anybody forced to work 100-hour weeks, but I've definitely seen friends get closer to that figure than is healthy. I am asked, encouraged, and expected to work overtime, both nights and weekends, when coming up to a big deadline. The most I've ever worked in a single week during my nearly five years has been 79 hours, but that was not recently. And the last update here. So there was a Guardian article. uh, They did an interview as well. And they actually got details on overtime that employees reported for Rockstar. This comes from Guardian. Statistics provided by Rockstar to the Guardian based on employees' self-reported hours across all studios from 8 January to the end of September 2018 show that the average working week was between 42.4 and 45.8 hours. The longest week, that of 9 July, you Europeans, was 50.1 hours. And during the studio's busiest week, 20% of employees reported working 60 hours or more to a maximum of 67.1 hours. Um, so this has obviously been the biggest topic going around video games. Uh, <laughs> Rockstar has a history of issues. Going back to GTA 4, an X-star, ex-Rockstar PR man, Job Stoffer, who's a kind of funny best friend, quoted was quoted as saying, during the GTA 4 era, it was like working with a gun to your head seven days a week. When Red Dead Redemption 1 came out, there was an open letter that was uh, penned by spouses of people that were working at Rockstar to say how bad the conditions were. This is something Rockstar has been combating ever since then. GTA 5, there were issues when it came to GTA Online, probably because it was such a piece of crap when it first launched. There were a lot of people that reported that they were crunched big time. Um, but yeah, so Rockstar has, an, has a history of issues. However, I think, so. I think there's two things here that we want to talk about. There's the whole Red Dead article and everybody jumping to conclusions on a jump to conclusions map. And then there's crunch in the video game industry. I think there are two completely separate issues here. The only two people that I've heard have any voice of reason related to this are number one, Jared Petty, and number two, shockingly, Colin Moriarty, saying, can we just relax? Like, So Jason Schreier, who I love, friend of the show, I wish... (laughs) Um, best reporter in the business, period. He has been on a crusade to say that video game developers need to unionize. Um, that the working conditions are unfair, they should be paid for overtime, they should not be forced to work 100 hour weeks and all this other stuff. By the way, all of that I do agree with. I'm not smart enough to know if unionization is the answer. A lot of people talk about how in Hollywood, everything that happens on a movie set is driven by unions. Um, if you were if you pay attention to the Joker movie there was reports that the extras for the Joker movie in that subway scene that there were some peaks leaked out uh, pics leaked out where Joaquin looks awesome that they were forced to sit in the subway trains for 13 hours at a time or something like that I may be getting that number wrong but it's something like that and now the Union is saying you can't do that You you shouldn't force somebody to be stuck in a subway train for 13 hours if that's true my personal opinion on unions, oh, there's a light out. Um, so I get unions when it comes to jobs where you are obviously putting your life on the line. If you're working on telephone lines or construction or whatever where your well-being, physical well-being and mental, obviously that would apply here, is at risk, then you should definitely be able to unionize. I get that. My personal experience with unions, just, just so you know where I'm coming from, I, was a, I used to be a manager at an AT&T retail store. My sales reps working in an air-conditioned slash heated store where you were allowed to just come to work, sit down, and sell cell phones, had a union, and the union was there to basically make sure I couldn't hold people accountable for their sales numbers in a sales job. What, how do you think sales works? That's, that's, this is a sales job. So do I think anybody should be forced to work hundred hour weeks? Absolutely not. I can't even fathom working a hundred hours in a week. I I can't even do the math because obviously you can't do that in five days. I mean, you can, if you sleep four hours a day, (laughs) but that means weekends and everything. But this, it just seems like there's two separate issues here. And we're people that are mad are mad about the bigger issue but they're still pointing their guns, so to speak, at Rockstar. Dan Houser, I think he very much makes sense in what he's saying. Like, look, the writers were trying to get, we want to get this story perfect. So yeah, for a few weeks, we, the four of us, were working 100-hour weeks because we wanted to nail this and and everything else would be there. When you've got employees, are employees going to underreport their overtime? No. So Guardian's article, which I've only seen Colin talk about, is a pretty big deal and it, you can look up the art I, I won't remember to link it in the description but it's not like this is made up this was self-reported overtime hours from January to September if I'm working overtime somewhere I'm not going to under-report it I want to get paid for what I'm working you know what I mean Yeah. so to go with this notion that it's just everybody at Rockstar is working 100 hours a week is just insane to me and has been completely blown out of proportion I need to take a breath Sean, what do you think on all this? Uh, I don't want to get in trouble, but
0: part of me just misses, I know I'm very privileged and whatever, because whatever, but part of me just kind of misses the days when you could just play video games and not, like, remember those days (coughs) when video game magazines just talked about video games and not all the, like, behind the scenes drama and stuff? Yes. I miss those days. That being said, on the subject of unions, which obviously this is not what you came here, I mean, whatever, but I'm far, far, far from an expert on unionization and all that stuff. My own personal experience with unions is only at my previous job, Mm -hmm. uh, some of us were not, I was not unionized as an engineer, other people were unionized that were not engineers. And my personal experience, and only my own personal experience, was that those that were unionized, other than a handful that were pretty good at their jobs, were like, can't fire me. I can basically just show up and do the bare minimum, and I can still get paid, and I couldn't get anything out of them. And And it was the... like, Not to mention, there were other things... um, Well... Uh, Now I'm really getting off topic, but But that's
1: also like, like teachers unions, right? That's another thing you hear about teachers unions all the time when people get tenure and they're like, I don't care. Right. I'm just showing up. You can't fire me. I'm at step 15. I'm getting paid decent money you can't fire me for nothing. Like right now I know that's it. But again, I get the point of unions, but like there are some jobs where they don't apply. I'm not saying they don't apply to, to video games.
0: Yeah. I'm not saying all unions are bad. I'm not even saying video game uh, workers shouldn't unionize. I don't know if they should or shouldn't. That's right. way over my head. My own personal experience with the unions has not been good. I don't know. Maybe other people, maybe I'm the only one. Maybe every single other person says unions are good and great. My own personal experience with them has not been good. Um, going on also at said same job. Um. I was not working 70 to 100 hours a week, but I was routinely working 50 hours a week, 50 plus. And management there basically said, if you don't have enough work to keep you busy for 50 hours a week, you need more work. Hmm. Like you were basically expected to work 50 hours a week. Now we were salaried. Right. So there was some paid overtime, but it was, I could work 60 hours in a week and I might get paid for like seven hours. You know, it was you didn't get paid for everything, but you got paid for some of it and it was just kind of wishy-washy on how they determined what and you got I've paid for heard and of, what you didn't.
1: Uh, Like reverse overtime where people work overtime. I, I saw this at AT&T with maybe assistant managers or something, but you basically get half pay. Instead of time and half, you just get half of your normal hourly rate. Yeah. But
0: still more than... No. No, but I mean above and beyond... More than if you just worked 40 hours a week. Correct. Yes. Right. Um, which is kind of what we did. I mean, when you average it out, that's yeah. kind of what we had. Um, but uh, guess what I did? I left. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying I left because of that, but I didn't like the job in general. I didn't really like the area. I'd rather be here. Now I'm here. And life is good. But... Uh, I know it's not always as easy as just saying, "Well, if you don't like it, quit." But you can. That's your prerogative. You don't. Nobody's forcing you to work there. You could leave. Now, that's. I'm not saying that's a smart decision because you got to find another job. But I get. Now, I don't know the full story. I'm basically just hearing what you yeah have read. But I get it's not perfect. But it's not. I don't understand why it's this big of a deal.
1: And so the other thing, this is where it gets complicated. No matter what people uh, outside of our like nerdosphere, I just coined that. I I should trademark that. um, Try to say video games are art. Period. 100%. Anybody who tries to tell me that video games are not art is a fool in my mind. The weird thing is it's like probably video games and media you don't have to worry about you'll never hear this about an artist complaining that they're just painting for eight hours a week this is I, i'm really going lowest common denominator here but yeah, yeah. you know what i'm the, the point i'm trying to make is usually you don't have something like art and a bottom line like if dave matthews is going out there and he's working on an album do you really think columbia or whoever he's with now is going to say Look, Dave, I really need you guys in the studio 100 hours a week until you get this album done. No, they're like, we trust you. Go make your album. Right. When it's out, we'll put it out. We'll mix it. We'll do it. We'll we'll Everything will be fine. You'll be good to go. <clears throat> video games have a deadline. What do we always complain about in video games when games get delayed, mm-hmm. or if games don't even have a release date? The developers, the stockholders, the the programmers, sound designers, everything—they're feeling this crunch because I didn't even mean to use that word, but it's just so weird that video games are an art form. They're also they're they're entertainment. They're interactive. They're they're games, but they're art. And you don't usually see art and like corporate culture really coming into to, to the same nerdosphere except with video games and probably movies and TV shows, not even TV shows. I don't think that's as no. much with movies like, oh, if Batman versus Superman got delayed or whatever, like that would be a big deal. So I think that's also like you're, you're, you're in the art industry really is what it comes down to. And normally you don't have the corporate structure in other forms of art is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So I think that complicates things. Um, also, aren't we all hypocrites? We're all hypocrites. Sean, and I don't really care about red dead. But have we all not marveled at the horse testicles? Like, oh my God, it's cold out and the horse balls shrink. Do you think that's something they just spent like five minutes on? No. We've all talked about how freaking beautiful Red Dead. It's the prettiest game I've ever seen. I haven't even played it, but I'm just like looking at it. It's like, that is the prettiest game I've ever seen. Wow. That's awesome. Why do you think that is? Right. They've been busting their butts.
0: And people if you don't like it don't buy it if you don't like the practices that went into making this game show you know your disdain for it by just not buying it don't buy it don't complain about it and then turn around and buy it and say how great it is what well, that's I, like, like
1: that's like gary wittek kind of funny was out there The day Jared came on the day after him and Jared was like, we all kind of need to stop yelling and let's actually, we don't know the whole story. We won't know the whole story until after this game comes out and Schreier and these kind of people and Klepek and all them, they do their reporting and they find out the good and the bad and then we can make our decision right now. We're all yelling about a quote that was completely taken out of context and didn't mean what it meant. And we're just yelling about that. Gary Witta is just like, blah, blah. And this is corporate culture and basically saying capitalism is bad, whatever. And he's like, "But I'm still going to buy the game." Then shut up, Gary. <laughs> right. Like, you can argue for the people that are supposedly being victimized by this, but if you're going to argue for them and you feel that strongly about it that you're going to go on kind of Funny Games Daily and you're going to yell and all this and scream and all this other stuff, then don't buy the game. Exactly. Otherwise, shut up. Yep. Like we're all hypocrites. Do you want to pay hundred dollars for games? No. Do you want to play hundred dollars for games? No. Like, if if. <laughs> It's not like I'm not justifying it, but video games are made the way that they are. If everybody is restricted to you are not allowed to work over forty hours a week, God of War Two instead of coming out in three years will come out in six years. Just period. That's how it is. Or what they'll do is you have to you 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 know to recoup this money we have to re we have to change the price of games from sixty dollars to a hundred dollars or hundred twenty double the price of the games whatever. Do any of you want that? Anybody that's out there complaining about this? No, obviously not, because then we're not going to buy the games, the, the whole yeah. industry. We're back to 1983. I'm not justifying that. I'm not saying it's okay to force people to work 100-hour weeks, but also, that's not what happened here. Like I said, there's two different issues. There's Red Dead, and then there's crunch in the industry. Patrick Mahomes threw another touchdown. Um, AJ Green has 110 yards. Well, at least no you don't have to heads. worry about the bonus points anymore. Um, but yeah, like Sean was saying, like in my work and in his work and past jobs here, everything, like I don't know that I've ever just worked 40 hours. Exactly. I, I get on my laptop at home. I get up on my laptop in the morning. I, I have to answer emails. I have to take phone calls after hours. I have to do all kinds of stuff. I don't get paid overtime. But I don't feel the need to go, uh, excuse me, I worked you know 42 hours this week. I need two hours extra pay. But again, nobody's forcing me to do that. I am yep. choosing to say, no, I want to do the best at my job that I can do. So I'm going to turn on the laptop. I'm going to finish this Excel spreadsheet. I'm going to work on this report. I'm going, to do, I'm going to review this RFP. I'm going to do whatever I have to do to make sure that I do the best at my job. For God's sakes, this channel, to really boil it down to the lowest common denominator, Sean, how much money have we made on this channel? Well, technically, well, we haven't, have we, we haven't been paid, we money. haven't cashed it. In. Yeah. Zero dollars. <laughs> yeah. Zero dollars. And you know, when we started making money before we could even get the first paycheck, because we had hundred subs, YouTube said, guess what? Till you get to a thousand, you can't make any money. Did we cancel the channel? No. We bust our butt. Every, every fricking episode of verses that I do takes at least an extra, like, uh, three to four hours of editing time to get that thing to look right. Plus the time we put into doing this. Plus the time we have to plan everything out. We meet about what we're going to do and we plan the podcast and all this other stuff. This is this is nothing. We've never made a cent for this. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I don't know. It's a very complicated issue. Um, bottom line, I don't think anybody should be forced to work ridiculous hours, period. And if you are, you should be compensated. I just... Wish we would all just not jump to conclusions, but that's that's the culture we've been in now for two years, three years, really. Yeah. Since certain people started running for president before they even got elected, no matter how you feel about that, that changed our society. And it's social media, and it's everything is just like the worst thing ever, like the worst thing ever. Yep. Whereas ten years ago, we wouldn't even know about it. Nothing that makes it okay, but we're in this re- reactionary culture where you know what I'm talking about. No matter what side of the aisle you're on, no matter who you support, we are all reactionary. We're all looking for the next thing to get mad about. We just want to be mad. We Everybody want,
0: wants to be mad about something. We
1: want to be angry, and I fall victim to this too. There are so many times I go to send a tweet, and I'm like, No, it's not worth it. I see somebody, uh, you know, some of the games people I follow tweeting about something. I'm like, yeah, but... Nope, nope. I'm not gonna be an actually, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fall for it. There's no point. Just let's all stop trying to be mad. <laughs> is I guess what this comes down to. It's like a bigger issue that I think is really at the heart of this Red Dead stuff. Um again, just hit the comment section, and let us know your thoughts. I've I've rambled on long enough. Any any other thoughts you got? Nah, I mean uh, No, nothing. <laughs> I don't even want to play the game. I don't even want to play the game, but we were contractually obligated yep. uh, to talk about it first. So, I don't know. It's, it's a very complicated issue. I think everybody's welcome to their opinion. Thoughts expressed here were just ours. It is what it is. Yeah. Just hit the comment section and let us know. A couple other things, though. Red Dead 2 is a 100-gig game. Um, So on PS4, it's 99 gigs. It's 107 on Xbox One. If you're doing digital on PS4, you have to have an additional 50 gigs free just for, like, I don't know, caching information while it's installing or something. So if you bought Rockstar (laughs) Red Dead Redemption 2 digital, I hope you have 150 gigs free. Good luck. Also, the game is so damn big, it's shipping on two discs. It is the first Blu-ray game to ship on two discs. That's how big it is. So there's some uh, some people are getting the game early. I'm sure they're influencers or whatever. They put up pictures online. There's a data disc and a gameplay disc. So basically you put the data disc in first, it installs however much, and then you plug your gameplay disc in and you just, because it, it couldn't all fit. If it's 100 gigs, you can't fit it on one Blu-ray, whatever. But that's how ridiculous this game has gotten. Yeah. Uh, also, supposedly the game is 60 hours long. So, I I don't know. I don't know if that's just story. I don't know if that's to 100% it. I actually would probably think it's probably an average. I think the story is probably 40 to 45 hours, yeah. I would guess. And then if you take your time 100%ing it, maybe it's 80 to 100. I mean, I'm one to talk. I put like 110 hours in Metagross Halid 5 and I said, uh, How it? much into the Grand Theft Auto? 300 and I don't know, probably 75 <laughs> by now. So, just there's there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, in other sad news, we'll, we'll get to fun stuff the rest of this podcast, but, uh, in other sad news, since we podcasted last time, telltale games closed. And I, I didn't like that one bit. 250 people lost their jobs. Originally they said 225 were getting laid off. A skeleton crew of 25 people were going to stay behind to manage whatever contractual obligations they had. Nope. They got fired too. And all future projects were canceled, including the, uh, the Wolf Among Us, and um, I forget what else. Uh, right now, it, originally it looked like they were going to cancel The Walking Dead final season after just two episodes, but it looks like now they're working. Uh, Skybound is in talks to finish The Walking Dead episodes three and four, and they're trying to hire Telltale staff to do it. So that's awesome. Good on them. I think they said they're they're planning to get episode three out this year, then episode four next year. Um this is not new for Telltale, though. Back in 2017, I think in November, so just around the same time, 25% of their workforce was laid off. Um, lawsuits have been filed against Telltale because apparently in California, I believe, where they're based, it might be a federal law, I'm not sure. Um, you have to give 60 days notice or something to that effect. I'm not. I'm just a small-town pizza lawyer. That's a throwback for kind of funny fans. Um, so that was I'm not making light of this. Just know that guys. Um yeah, but it and it looks like everything boiled down to Telltale was lining up a financial backer to basically back the company to keep them afloat. And then that fell through and they just said, Well, you all have no jobs. You have to leave now, you can come back in a few days, and you'll have three hours to collect your stuff. Uh this sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Um and this the, the reason I want to talk about this is it does kind of lead into the or it it flows off the last conversation we were talking about. Um, this sucks. Nobody should have to go through this. At the end of the day, though, the, the problem is nobody was not enough people were buying Telltale's games. Right. Like they hit it big when they got Back to the Future and Jurassic Park, and then Walking Dead blew it out of the roof. And then I think Game of Thrones was next, and that went through the roof too. Ever since then, their sales have tanked. Um, and if you're not making money, you can't stay afloat. And That sucks. Um. I hate it. I loved what they did with the two Batman seasons. I thought they were fantastic. Those are the only two Telltale games I really played. Um, I played episode one of Tales from the Borderlands. I feel like now I'm like, okay, I do. That's another thing in my backlog. I need to go finish that. I, I feel like I owe it to them to say, this was a game that actually won Game of the Year awards back whenever it came out, 13 or 14, whatever it was. Yeah. I loved episode one, the writing is great, the acting is great, Troy Baker's in it, Nolan North, all these people that I love. I should go back and just play through that, I owe it to them to see this fantastic game that they made. Um, It just sucks, it seems like Telltale probably made a lot of mistakes. Even with uh, Batman season two, there were still technical issues everywhere like they never upgraded their engine it's like they just i feel like this is a company that bit off more than they can chew yeah and the people that work there suffered for it and that sucks because they don't make they're not the ones like can you imagine how much it costs to get (laughs) the licenses to walking dead game of thrones batman guardians of the galaxy um wolf among us i think and i don't even know that that was an original thing that might have been a comic as well or something but um that has to cost a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, you know, and it just seems like they bit off more than they can chew, and it just it just sucks. And I I feel bad for everybody. I hope they will land on their feet. The good thing was when this broke, um, Ubisoft and other companies around for San Francisco and stuff were like, "Hey, send us your resumes. We'll hire or, um, not we'll hire you, but we're you know, we'll review it. We'll do what we can." Blah blah blah. The games industry was really trying to take care of those people, and that's awesome. Yep. I really I really like that. Um, so I, I hate it for those people. Um, yeah, it just, it, it just, it sucks. Anything you want to add? No, I mean, obviously it,
0: it sucks. And I mean, I was never too big into Telltale. The only thing I ever played was the first season of Batman and it was fun. I never really got it. I'm like, I, there were issues with the engine and whatever, but I don't know. I feel like I would have gotten just as much enjoyment out of that, Game just watching it, just and, watching a movie of it, and yes. like I could handle the controller to Brittany, but you hit the buttons when they pop up. Like great story, but I, to me, I don't know. I didn't. It never really hit me. You know the game aspect of it.
1: You bring up a great point though, because in this age of YouTube, I mean, you're watching us on YouTube. In this age of YouTube, Telltale Games, I I would never want to watch somebody play through God of War, right? Ever, but I'm curious to what they did with telltale's guardians of the galaxy i never bought it but i was curious like it didn't get great reviews so i never bought it Even though it'd be an easy platinum but like that's something you could just spend sit down for two hours watch an episode come yep. back a week later sit down for two hours watch an episode like that i i guarantee youtube and the streaming culture and everything hurt their bottom line enormously because these are really just This is watching a movie play out, and like I said, sometimes you hit a button. You make choices, but they don't make that big a deal in most games. I think they made a big deal in some of the Walking Dead games, but I didn't play them, so don't don't quote me on that. All right, you want to get some good news, Sean? Yeah, we need some. PSN name changes are real. The only thing that I don't like about this is that Greg and Colin are not still together because, (laughs) man, this was something they have been literally working on for I don't even know how many, six, seven, eight years. Um that they've been sounding the clacks on. Is that right? Things? I don't know what that. I don't, I don't know, know, know what, what you said. Either. Beating the drum. PSN name changes are real. This comes from Kotaku. The first change will be free, Sony says. Any subsequent changes will cost ten dollars a pop, five dollars if you're a PlayStation Plus member. Beta testing for the service will start soon. It's starting in November. If you're a part of PlayStation's preview program, want to try it out. The catch not all PS4 slash PS3 slash Vita games are going to support your new ID. Sony explains when you change your online idea, ID, you will have the option to display your previous ID with your new ID so your friends can recognize you. So if I change my name to K White24 instead of K Dubs24, you'd know, oh, that was K Dubs24. If you're my friend, I don't have many friends. You know who I am. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> once friends. I'm the Flash. Once you decide to display your old ID or not, you won't be able to adjust this after completing the online ID change process. There are so many like buts in this whole name change thing that it's kind of crazy. This feature is compatible with PS4 games originally published after April 1st, 2018. That's this year, Sean. Wait,
0: so before... Games that came out before April?
1: And a large majority of the most... We'll get there. And a large majority of the most played PS4 games that were released before this date. However, please note, not all games and applications for PS4, PS3, and Vita are guaranteed to support the online ID change. And users may may occasionally encounter issues or errors in certain games. If for any reason you experience issues after changing your ID, you can revert back to your original ID for free at any time. You will only be able to revert once during the preview program. Reverting back to an old ID will resolve most issues caused by the ID change. In addition, when this feature officially launches, a list of compatible games published before April 1st, 2018 will be provided on the PlayStation.com Oh, on PlayStation, not the, for reference before you make a change. So, yeah, you can change your names. However, now, any games you bought before April 1st, 2018, they might not work right with your new ID. Now, to us, now we don't know what this means yet, but to us, I don't think it's a big deal. I don't play anything online. Thank you. <laughs> and I don't care. I don't have trophies. Thank you. Or what a I lot do. of people I don't care about them. Like, so. Well, but, they, and they haven't said anything about losing trophies. So that's good. Because that was one thing that was a rumor by Tidix, I think, was saying, like, you might be able to change your name, but you'll lose all trophies on PS3 and Vita. If that was it, I wouldn't even think about changing my name. I'm probably still not going to. Um, but leaderboards might be boinked. Like, okay. I don't even, I've never looked at a leaderboard. No, me neither. Um, so for uh Sean and I, I don't think this is a big deal. I don't play online games. Um I definitely don't play anything online on my PS3 or my Vita, so I'm really not worried about it. Uh I didn't buy Call of Duty, and if I did, it came out it came out after April 1st, so whatever. Um I take that back. I do think I'm gonna change my name because I'm sick of K Dubs twenty four. I think I'm gonna be um Bong Smoker sixty nine.
0: I like it. Um yeah, You just got to hope that whoever Bong Smoker 69 is right now decides it's like, to change like, I don't want to be
1: Bong Smoker 69 anymore, dude. <laughs> I'm going to be Bong Ripper 420. Shout out to Colin. Uh, yeah, I mean, I actually am thinking about changing my name. If the first one is free, because I don't care, because I'm Kevin White 20. Don't y'all beat me to it. Because I'm Kevin White, because tw- there's no Kevin White 24 on PSN. I'm Kevin White 24 on literally everything. It would make more sense if I was just Kevin White 24 on this too. So I probably will try to change it. I don't care. Like, I guess I'll display my old ID. Like, who cares? Sign up for for Kevin Kevin White 24 24. and then charge him $50 (laughs) to get it back. Um, It is really cool, though, because this was the thing we've all been – like, we've had this in our E3 predictions probably for a couple years or PSN predictions. Oh, there's no PSX this year. That sucks. Uh, Third touchdown for Mahomes. Good. That sucks, but like I kind of get it because they're getting really relatively close to the PS5, and we we don't need to know anything more about Death Stranding for God's sakes. Um, the Samurai game, what's that called? Ghost of uh Christmas Past. Ghost of Toshinden Battle Deluxe on PlayStation One. Um, we don't need to know about any of that stuff. So it's like they really have nothing to show. So Sean Layden was like. We don't need to do this. And now they've already announced the name change. There's nothing. There's no reason for a PSX. But it sucks because yeah. I like to do prediction shows and all that. But it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, name changes are real. Finally. Um, love you, Colin and Greg. Wish you guys were still together. Uh, next up, crossplay. Sony finally backtracked on their previous statements about cross play. And it is coming as of September 26th. They're in an open beta now for Fortnite. I know the boys have been able to play downstairs and upstairs um, against each other. It's one of those things where it seems like I, I thought Sony was going to wait till PS Five and be like, "Guess what? You can do crossplay." Yeah, good on them for doing it now. Uh, I don't care because again, I don't play online games. Um, although there was uh, about a month ago, there was a trademark that popped up. I was telling Sean about this for PUBG for PlayStation Four popped up, so I'm getting my hopes up for that. Um, mm-hmm. Nick, I will play you uh, crossplay on Xbox if that's if if it happens.
0: The funny thing about this is now I'm one of them, so I'm not real. I mean, I'm making fun of it, but.
1: You're one of the bomb. Uh, I'm an,
0: I'm a an Apple fanboy very much so. And one of the things that all the haters out there like to talk about is how oh, the new iPhone it can do this and this. Uh, well, uh, uh it, Samsung's it, it, been doing that for 2 years. Actually, <laughs> and now that's kind of what this is. It's like yeah. I love PlayStation, but how has it taken this long? to allow name changes. And even now that you can, there's all these caveats with it. And now, oh, just now, finally you can do cross play. Why wasn't this a thing before? But now that they're doing it, everybody's like, oh my God, yay, go PlayStation. Like this should have been a thing years
1: ago. Yeah. So cross play seems like a tricky, sticky kind of subject. The the reason for the PSN name change and what I've learned from listening to Colin and Greg for years is that basically what they've heard from people that work at Sony is when they originally made PS3 when they started with PSN IDs in 2007, so a year after it came out, they created like a table, and it said, "What's your username?" Okay, Kdubs24. You link to all these trophies and all these games. Instead of Kdubs24, it's really one zero zero three nine four seven two. It's just like a string of characters that is your unique identifier, and that all you see is your your name is just really what's shown to everybody else. But in the back, like kind of like Nintendo's stupid friend code, right? Thing, if they would have built it right from the beginning, you could have been able to change your names whenever, but they never did it right. But so it now it still doesn't
0: seem like it should be that complicated. I know.
1: Just like, well, if then if this... If
0: name used to be Kdubs24, then now say Kevin White24. I mean, like, I've
1: done some programming in my college days and stuff, but it's like, really, it should just be... I think you can fix it by just... You can change your name. Not only that, but no one can have your old name. You know what I mean? So that like yeah. it can't names can't get reused. So your name is always that that becomes a unique identifier because you know you're the only one that has it, and right. then you just have a different display name. Yeah. I don't know. Sound the klaxon, whatever the hell I said. I don't <laughs> know what that is. I think it's a klaxon. Uh next up, a uh, little quick note PS now you can now don't uh, again doing what other people have already Xbox, uh, I'm just going to say right now, next gen, Xbox is going to wipe the floor of PlayStation. I can see it. It is so obvious. They've been killing, ever since they screwed up their launch so bad, Xbox has done everything right. They've done everything right. They've signed all these studios for next gen. It's going to happen again. Like PS2 kicked Xbox Ones, or sorry, the first Xboxes. PS3 came along, Xbox 360 kicked their butts then PS4, it's going to flip again. It's going to, Xbox 2 or whatever it is, is going to kick PS5's butts. I'm just, I'm calling it now. You can now download for, if you're a PS Now subscriber, you can now download uh, PlayStation 2 and 4 games to your PlayStation 4. That's cool. Can't download PS3 games. So if you want to play Metal Gear Solid 4, sorry, sell processor you better have your PS3 somewhere. So it's cool that you can download them, but like, okay, let's just do whatever Microsoft does. yeah. I don't. I, and again, PS now, if you can download games, that makes a lot of sense. But streaming, well, we'll talk about that here in a minute. The PS five was officially announced, but it was not named. A quote from new Sony president Kenichiro Yoshida, who told the Financial Times in a recent interview that quote At this point, what I can say is it's necessary to have a next generation of hardware,
0: and it will be called the PlayStation.
1: One of these times I'm going to be right. Like, <laughs> I keep thinking the laptop's here, but it's just the, the soundboard. Um, so the ps 5 is coming. We knew that. Uh, it's just funny because Xbox was super open way back to E3. They're like, yeah, we're working on the next gen and it's Project Scarlet. And we're like, damn, okay. Yeah. No no dates or anything like that. I still say it's 2020 for both of them. It's not next year. There's there's no way. It, it's definitely 2020. Uh, a couple other quick notes. Uh, since the last time we podcast, actually right after the last time we podcast, I think, Um, The PS Classic was announced. Mm -hmm. Only five games out of 20 have been announced so far, even a month later. This is making me very nervous, Sony. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, Ridge Racer Type 4, Tekken 3, Jumping Flash. What the hell is that? And Wild Arms. Wild Arms, Colin Swears is one of the best RPGs ever made. I wouldn't even... I don't know what that is, but I wouldn't have thought it was an RPG. I I pictured Arms on the Switch. No, I think (laughs) of the uh, uh, Sunset Riders for some reason. Oh, yeah. I don't know why... Because it's that the those words are not there's nothing the same there yeah. except everybody has arms. Skandrick starts for KC and Claiborne. for oh dad okay he's talking about the Cowboys. Uh, so yeah, so the PS Classic is coming. I'm not buying that thing. No, the PS One I think so far is, the only
0: thing I care about is Final Fantasy Seven
1: and you can get that in your PS4 for like seven bucks. Uh, yeah, and I ha- I mean I have it on my three but well, I never right. play it. But but again, the PS4 is the best for you can and PS4 Final Fantasy VII
0: on PS4 is coming out in January.
1: Late breaking news, you heard it here first. I, I pre-ordered it just so I could get the twenty percent. Oh yeah, and Amazon got rid of twenty percent. Screw you, Amazon. Uh, what else? Uh, so Days Gone got delayed to April twenty sixth. They're basically admitted. Hey, there's too many games coming out on uh, February twenty second, so we're going to move. Um, I don't care about Days Gone. It looks stupid to me. Mm. I just it's just it doesn't. I freaking hate zombies. So I'm so much. sick of them much. Um, and they're going out of their way to say these are freakers or whatever, not zombies, whatever. They're zombies. They're way more zombies than than Last of Us 2. Um, just get to Last of Us 2. I still think that's coming out in June or July is my, my prediction. That got delayed. It got delayed because also on February 22nd is Metro Exodus, Anthem. Yeah, right. That's getting delayed. And the always-delayed Crackdown 3, yeah, right. That'll get delayed again too. So Sony's probably gonna be like, well, shit, we should have just <laughs> stayed. Uh also so right bef- like three weeks before that, I think, is Kingdom Hearts three. And then in March, you got Devil May Cry five coming out March eighth, which seems way too soon. Um also in January, Resident Evil Two, the remake, which I cannot wait was to it, play. Wait, when? January twenty fifth, I think. I thought it was saying it was February. Nope, January. I pre ordered it. Ah, uh, Division Two comes out March fifteenth, and then Sakura Shadows Die Twice from the makers of Bloodborne comes mm-hmm. out March twenty second. I don't know that I have the Testicular Fortitude. Shout out to McFoley to play that game.
0: I will say, when I was waiting for Spider Man to download, I moved over to Bloodborne and I hovered over it for about ten seconds. I, I deleted like, it, so
1: I'm not even tempted. I'm just do, I, I, do
0: I? But yeah, I couldn't do it, and then I went and played Shovel Knight. But yeah, I can't do it.
1: Shovel Knight also difficult, not as difficult. I've been talking a lot. I told you it was going to be a fun podcast. Speaking of streaming games, Microsoft xCloud was announced. Quote, this comes from, I mean, not quote, this comes from GameStop. Spot. (laughs) Numerous game companies believe that streaming technology is the future. Now, Microsoft has announced its own approach to streaming video games, Project xCloud. The project aims to bring console quality games to PC consoles and smartphone devices, and it will be rolling out in public trials starting in 2019. As detailed in the announcement, players will be able to use an Xbox One controller connected to supported devices. Smartphones can be used via Bluetooth, and a small attachment connects the controller to the phone for ease of use. Basically, it's like you hold it. it you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. They sell those now. I don't know why they're talking about like It's not a new thing. If you don't have an Xbox One controller, touch controls are also available. No. F that way. and the horse you rode in on. Yeah, let me play Gears Gears five with like touchscreen. Yeah, right. The service uses Microsoft's Azure, which everybody pronounces that wrong, which is hilarious because you know they don't actually deal with like infrastructure like I I'm I talk about Azure every day. It's Azure, it's not Azure or A, A, A Azure A-Z, like I've heard so Azure. Many yeah. As a backbone to set up new data centers with customized hardware that uses parts of multiple Xbox One consoles. I hope it's got more than multiple, like millions of multiple. Azure has data centers and 140... I don't need to talk about all that. Similarly, last week, Google announced its own project stream using Assassin's Creed Odyssey to issue a technical test. PlayStation Now, meanwhile, has offered streaming games for quite a while, but recently began offering the option of downloading instead. I think eventually some games is what I will say will make sense to be streamed what i heard from people like jared and and some other people that actually tried the 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 google thing the project stream with assassin's creed odyssey was like this isn't like twitch based gameplay like it's not like you have to have super fast reactions you're not trying to play call of duty on project stream because you will get murdered by anybody that's playing on console pc whatever you will get destroyed um Infrastructure is just not there for this yet. I, I continue to be a skeptic and I'm not I don't think I'm crazy because I'm in a lot of talks about 5G with different mobile carriers and stuff and and not just a mobile version, but I mean there won't even be a mobile version. When 5G is here, it's just going to be 5G. It's just gonna be the like network. I mean they're they're talking about putting putting things up on all your light poles and stuff like this. So it's like there's no longer Cable based internet or cell phone, you're just like everywhere you go, you're like in it's the this cloud of 5G. You're in the matrix. We're, we probably already have Berenstein bears. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're is in a glitch in the matrix.
1: No, do you have you heard this whole thing?
0: How do you spell Berenstein bears? Oh, it's Berenstein. Bull crap. No, it's not. No, it is. It's not you, Do you remember it being that when you were a kid? I remember when I, I remember coming to that conclusion on my own long before it was a thinking thing, thinking it was weird. However, yeah, I was like, oh, it's stained. There's also these juices I used to drink that are called bolt House Farms. Bolt? thought it was Boathouse. I always called it Boathouse. Ho- boat Boho. <laughs> Boho Bo-ho's. for short. Bo-ho's. And then I looked at the label. I'm like, wait, this is bolt House." So it's kind of the same thing. Mercer. Um, Mercer but Mercer I always thought it was Berenstein Bears. I always thought it was Mercer Meyer. It's Mercer Mayer. I don't know what that is.
1: The the little critter books and stuff. Oh.
0: Oh, the little hairy th- little Were With a the like little porcupine <laughs> looking. I don't know. We both went. N-n-n. But no, I yeah. What's what's the the Mandela effect? That's it's that whole thing. Correct. The Carbonaro effect.
1: Streisand effect. I don't know what the Streisand effect is. They always talk about it though. Oh. What's the Carbonara effect?
0: It's a show on True TV. Who wants to <laughs> play? <laughs> um, so yeah, the video matrix. game streaming? The Matrix. Um, it's this weird kind of thing where it seems like the kind of games that would work via streaming are the games that don't need to be streamed. They, like They don't
1: require a lot of, like... Exactly. Pro, like, like, you
0: could probably stream the messenger. Or, you know, you can just download it for a few megabytes. You know, whatever it is. Like, it's not... I just... I, it, I I don't see... They seem to be at opposite ends of the spectrum. The games that you would want to be able to stream are the games that it doesn't seem like you'll be able to.
1: Yeah. But, the the big thing, so 5G, when, when 5G comes, everybody talks about 5G. The speeds are going to be ridiculous. Like, you won't have to... Ever, it, like, you'll be... It, It'll be ridiculous. Upload, download, everything. However, the big thing that's important with 5G is the latency. Latency gets down to, I've seen different companies say different things, but around 10 milliseconds, which is basically nothing. Right now, you're like, I think 80 milliseconds is good. 80 milliseconds in a game, in like Call of Duty, you're dead. No. Like, it's it's enough time that it's it's more time than it takes you to react to something and that you're just dead. 5G is so cool because, like, in our industry that we're in, like, I could see remote surgeries oh, yeah. in the future because you're it's real time. I mean, There's they're no latency. doing that. Well, right, but now you don't you don't have to worry as much because it's just it's just real time. Everything's happening. Yeah. When you th- think about autonomous cars, watch Logan. By the way, shout out to Lefty Logie. But watch the Logan movie, like. Those things went haywire and they're like, oh, you're messing with our, you don't want to sell your corn land. We're going to run you over and then your horses are going to run around and Professor Xavier is going to come out and go, oh, horses, come back to the barn and they're going to come back to, well, there wasn't barn. It was, barn. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's all about latency is, is the big, honestly. So, I mean, I mean, I've had some whiskey, but I'm saying the big thing is it's it's latency. Minimize latency. That's That's what's good for streaming. So, that's why I think. So, the thing about latency, though. Is It's like a flat circle. Like time. Kind of like time. Google that while I talk. Time you is a flat circle. Google it. Where it came from. You
0: told me to Google something earlier. Yeah, I know. Oh, it was bl- uh, Broforce
1: 2. There's I think Time is a flat it. circle. I think I actually got that from Colin. Oh, yeah. Broforce 2 and then... Bro oh, it's 2. from... I've looked this up already. Broforce 2, Time is a flat circle. Google it's that. It's from... Uh, Interstellar? True Detective. Well, I never watched Matthew it. McConaughey. All right all right, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, Texas uh was number 7 probably even higher now cuz uh stupid Ohio state laws. I'm so happy about that. Sorry if you're Ohio state fan. Um I'm not. I really think so but what I do think though cuz the rumors have been so Xbox has said they're working on Project Scarlet for next gen. The rumors are that there's going to be a traditional box and then a lower co- lower cost streaming box. Where you might not have the same graphical quality and stuff, but you just you just you don't need all the processing power and all the 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 teraflops and stuff inside your box. You just need something that connects to the internet, and you stream games for a lower price. You can get your flops that way. Yeah, so I think this does lend credence to that. It makes everything kind of lining up. I don't think, the, like I said, I don't think the infrastructure is there. I yeah. think. Streaming games, I think 10, 15 years from now, I think consoles will be dead, and we'll have, like somebody was saying on a podcast, say, we'll just have an app. We'll have a PlayStation app or an Xbox app, and we'll hook up to it. There'll be no latency, and we won't even, I mean, we'll remember, but the kids probably won't even remember, like having a console with discs and stuff like that. You'll just, we'll still have video games. We'll just play it on our Apple TV or something like that. It'll just have an app that connects right to it, and it'll be fine because 5G's everywhere. Until that happens... Like we have some, the, we we should have some of the best internet in the world. But there are so many areas, even in the U.S., that like you still cannot get even broadband internet. Period. Not even the fastest, like hundred megabit, thousand megabit, whatever. Like you can't even get broadband. Period. Right. You cannot switch to game They're game on, like, streaming, HughesNet, yeah. satellite internet. That's like, <laughs> <HughesNet>. dial-up. <laughs> you can't switch to streaming as a platform yet. Ten, fifteen years, yes, but. If anybody can do it it's Microsoft. I mean they've got they've got all the infrastructure already. That's why they're Man. way ahead of the game when it comes to streaming when it comes compared to Sony, I mean. Couple more stories here. Is there a new Switch coming in 2019, Sean? I don't know. According to IGN there might be. Nintendo is planning to release a new version of the Switch to maintain the console's sales momentum, which I think you're you're biting off more than you can chew. According to a new report from Wall Street Journal Japan, The unofficial report cites suppliers and others with direct knowledge of the plan as sources. Wall Street Journal Japan resources reportedly told the publication there were active discussions about new hardware and software functions and the cost to implement them, including upgrading the system's low-end LCD display. The sources also indicate the new switch could arrive in the second half of 2019 and perhaps as early as the Northern Hemisphere summer. That's okay. (laughs) That's what they said. As of the last, and as
0: early as when the wolf howls at the first full (laughs) moon,
1: cocks at midnight. Um, (laughs) Nintendo has a history of this. I mean, all
0: I want Nintendo to do is fix my stupid, not Joy-Con functioning Joy-Con that I need to point at the Switch to make. That's this. I can't believe that's all I want. Nintendo.
1: So. They got a history of this. They did the DS and then the DS Lite. And the
0: DSi or the DSX. They had like four and DSs, right? And yeah, it's, yeah.
1: Then they did the 3DS, and then two or three years later, they came out with the 3DS XL, which I have and I freaking love. I still, Although, if the new Switch was more ergonomic, that would be nice. Because like playing the Messenger on the airplane, I was like, oh, everything's cramping. <laughs> uh, this doesn't surprise me. It pisses me off. I just spent $300 on this thing a year and a half ago. <laughs> what did I say?
0: I just spent $300 on this, this a year, year and, and a half ago. <laughs> It'll be two years plus by the time this comes out. If, well, it comes if out. it's
1: just a new screen, are you... See, now, the the one thing that I do think is cool, so let's bring this back. They have so many options. Because of the way the Switch is, it's a tablet with two stupid crappy controllers that click on the side. Yep, You can click those two, two crappy controllers on the side of anything. So you can just replace the tablet and say there's no bezel anymore. So your screen is maybe, I don't think you'd get an inch, right? Probably three quarters of an inch if you stretched the existing tablet all the way to the sides. Because there's a good bezel that goes around that of black space.
0: I don't think there's that much.
1: There's, there's that much. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but what would make you get a new Switch? Anything? Nothing. Yeah. I already feel like it's completely underutilized by me. Until the Messenger, I hadn't, like, Blossom Tales might have been. the my, my kids play it all the time. By the way, Fortnite on that thing sucks. Really? Nick loves it on that, and I should probably play on that because I feel like people on the Switch would suck. I might be able to actually be good. But, like, when I see them playing up upstairs on the Xbox, even on a crappy old TV with not the best internet connection up there, and then I go downstairs and I see Nick playing on the Switch on the big screen. It's like, I think this looks better on the iPhone. I'm like, it's just it runs at like 20 frames. It's 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 not smooth at all. The textures are bad. Like the character models are bad. Hmm. I just I don't I don't I don't get it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Patrick's about to go over 300 yards. All right. So now's the time when we play. <gasps> no, not yet. This is when we get to the funny part that I didn't want you to see ahead of time. Okay. And you might already know. And if you do, just act like you didn't. Okay. Kingdom Hearts, Dear God, announced a compilation coming out on October 30th. Do you know about this?
0: I think I heard about that, yeah.
1: Uh, it's called The Story So Far. It comes out on October 30th. It comes with Kingdom Hearts... We've always wondered what the hell comes in these stupid games. Now we know. Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 plus 2.5 Remix and Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. It gets better. Do you want to know what comes in HD 1.5 plus 2.5 Remix? Yes. Kingdom Hearts Final Mix. Kingdom Hearts RE Chain of Memories. Kingdom Hearts 358 divided by two days. Best name ever. Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix. Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep Final Mix. Kingdom Hearts... Re-colon-coded. Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. And then you know what comes in Final Chapter Prologue? Uh, That was an editing error. (laughs) What comes in Final Chapter Prologue is Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance HD. Kingdom Hearts 0.2 Birth by Sleep colon A Fragmentary Passage. That is not a word. Kingdom Hearts X Back Cover. So One of those things is just nothing but cutscenes. It is literally nothing but cutscenes. So I love Kingdom Hearts. I, this game can kick rocks. I love Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom
0: Hearts 2 I never owned. I played for a little bit. My buddy Jason had it. Looked beautiful. This I've been turned off by this whole series just because of these stupid naming conventions. Really and bad. I really don't know what is oh, what dang, anymore. Kareem Hunt I would probably love to just pick this up, and finally play through Kingdom Hearts 2. But I don't even know what Kingdom Hearts 2 is anymore. I don't know what I don't half either. these games I know. are. And it's just, I just don't care. I mean, I'm looking forward to Kingdom Hearts 3, but if they had called that Kingdom Hearts 3.7828182818, I would just, I wouldn't say, care about it. That's E. Oh, no, that's 2.71828. Uh, 2, 8. Um, but anyway. pie. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts Pi is <laughs> what they should have called it.
1: But Well, but 3 hasn't come out yet, so yeah. they can't.
0: But I would love to play more of this series, but I really, I have no idea what is what anymore.
1: So I think, so this, this collection is only 40 bucks. So that's not too bad. If you played through all these games, I think I heard it's like 150 hours. I think what you could, but how many standalone?
0: like what what is Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5? How is that different from Kingdom Hearts one?
1: It's is it literally just an HD remake? I think all you would need to play is Kingdom Hearts final mix and Kingdom Hearts two final mix. The other games are like re-releases or GBA games or something that fill in story gaps. And then somewhere in the second release of the Final Chapter Prologue, one of those things I think is literally it. It's it. There is a game that is nothing but cutscenes. I know
0: somebody out there watching slash listening slash watching because you have to watch it now unless you're watching but not but you're really only listening. Comment down below.
1: Hashtag YouTube Red.
0: Help me out, just. All I really want to do is play Kingdom Hearts 2. I don't care if there's like DLC or if that probably wasn't even a thing back then. I just want to play the story of Kingdom Hearts 2. Maybe an HD remake. Doesn't have to be the original. Tell me what I need to get. Is it worth getting this thing? I don't care about the GBA stuff. I don't care. I've played one. I loved it. I want to play two. That's it. Hmm. Is this worth it? Yes or no? Help me out. Somebody out there has to know.
1: That's a good question. Basically, has two just been re-released on PS4? Because 1 and 2 were both PS2 games? I think. Yes. Like, you know how many people bought PS3 thinking they were going to play Kingdom Hearts 3 on that thing? Yeah. Mm, sorry. <laughs> like, probably <laughs> the same. <sighs> okay, let's compare uh, Shroot Bucks to Stanley Nichols. How many people, do you think more people bought the PS3 to play Kingdom Hearts 3 and will never be able to play it? Or more people bought the PS4 to play the Final Fantasy seven remake and will never be able to play it?
0: The first, because Final Fantasy VII will come out on PS4.
1: You think so? God, I hope so.
0: I think so. I think so.
1: You only got like two years left.
0: I know, but I think that's I think that's the PS4. The, the funny thing song. is, I think that's the PS4 swan song, and yet they used that as like the tech demo for the PS4 back when it came out. It was like, look what we can do. And it wasn't even a game then. It was just, right. look what we could do. And here we are, almost at the end of the life, and we haven't even seen it. But it would be, it would it would be the whole time is a flat circle if Final Fantasy VII is the swan song for PS4.
1: It needs to be. Uh, one other funny bit. Of f- funny bit. Don't I still can't look? I thought no, that was the. There's thing. one more. <laughs> one more funny bit of news. Thank God we didn't. <laughs> Tomorrow's gonna be fun. Um, so you know, switch online. Are we going to do a family plan? <coughs> oh God! Oh, <laughs> Did you just poke your eye out? I poke my nose in. in. I fari. <laughs> <laughs> I fari. I apologize to your noses. I don't know why I said fari. No, I don't apologize to your noses. <laughs> I apologize to your ears. <laughs>
0: I apologize to my nose because I slammed it in the microphone. I
1: farried to your nose. <laughs> what were you saying? I have no idea. I was going to say I apologize to your ears, and I said I farried. <laughs> I didn't fart either. I hope you picked an easy back-of-the-box game. Okay. Are we going to do, without sneezing, are we going to do a family plan for Switch Online? I don't I don't know. what. I don't even know what it is. It's all the games that are on our pie. But we can do, like, baseball. But, I mean,
0: how does the family plan work?
1: Uh I think it's thirty five and you split it however many ways you want instead of paying twenty a piece. So we save a couple bucks. Of- a month? No, for a year. Oh sorry. <laughs> oh <Holy laughs> no are crap. Nintendo can Okay.
0: Um Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably.
1: Uh not say you just had a pick six or something. Dang it. Um okay, so anyway. Maybe
0: AJ Green fumbled it.
1: So on Switch Online. Uh, they've they've been releasing NES games only so far, no Super Nintendo games or anything like that. Sean, did you know, did you hear about the release of Zelda 1 recently? I did not. Thank God! You kind of heard about the Kingdom Hearts thing. Zelda 1 has a baby mode now. Okay. Shout out to Logan Wilkinson. Maybe you can finally beat this game. I, I think you beat it. I love you, man. I hope you're still watching it's called Living the Life of Luxury. And no, this is not a joke. It's not April Fool's. This is a real thing. Basically, it's a ROM hack is what they did. Okay. You can start the game. If Zelda's too hard, if, oh my God, Zelda won, I just go, I don't even know where to go. You I sound always, like Trump. And there's <laughs> like a cage. And then I'm like, it's going to be great again. You can make Zelda. No, I will not besmirch the name of Zelda. <clears throat> You can start the game with 255 rupees, the white sword, the magical shield, the blue freaking ring, the power power bracelet, and six hearts as your starting point. Now, typically, I do all that except the power bracelet, which, what's funny, I wrote down, I was like, I don't think you can get the power bracelet. You can't. You have to have the ladder before you can get the power bracelet, because it's where you go up. There's that one when you're going. Uh, oh a, yeah, 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 You yeah, go yeah. across there and you go up and you touch the the yep. Armos and you go in there. So that's weird. But the power bracelet really uh, that gives you the warps is what that does. That's really all it does right. for you. So you can start Zelda with all that. That's what I typically do. <laughs> I, I try actually I try to get five hearts. But I like, get,
0: what is it? This? this is literally just a ROM you download and play it's, on an it's, emulator it's, illegally. So there's,
1: Uh, no 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 this is on any on the switch online thing uh you can either do regular zelda or you can do zelda living the life of luxury if you do living the life of luxury you start with all that so typically what i do i spend an hour going through the the money run is that even a real thing or did we just name it that i think that's a real thing i think
0: that was in nintendo power okay
1: well then it's it's real I go through the money run. I get enough to go and get the big shield. Um, You go, there's, there's a couple hearts you can bomb. So you get up to five hearts. You can go up, you can get the white sword. Then you keep doing the money run until you get enough. I think when I'm debt, when I'm like really trying to, to just game the system, I get to, I get the magical seal shield and then I get to 255. So I can go buy the blue ring. Um, Typically, I just go get five hearts, get the white sword, get the magical shield, go do the first dungeon, and go from there. That's that's how you should do it. We should do a let's play of that sometime to teach these babies out there how to do this. But yeah, you can just start with like almost everything you need in the game except the magical yeah. shield. I mean, the magical sword, so. magical sword. Not so Zelda one sword. on the NES now has a baby mode.
0: Nah, well, I was gonna say if you give me a Zelda two baby mode, I'd, maybe I'd I'm it all in. All but that game's not that hard until you get to the last level and then it becomes impossible that game jumps up in difficulty so much it landed in that last palace
1: crown royal i put this on everything i love that lady in the 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 frank commercials yeah i call it flanks why are you going flanks it's just funnier sounding that ballpark flanks (laughs) flanks Are you Mike <laughs> Tyson? I don't know why I said Toysin. toysin.
0: Alright, Can I turn the page now? Hashtag. Metallica. You can turn the page.
1: I didn't want you to see the Zelda or the Kingdom Hearts. That's why I wrote, if you look at what I wrote for Kingdom Hearts, I wrote LOL, Kingdom Hearts, the story so far. Wow. 358 divided by two days. I expected to be further down the list, <laughs> I must say. <laughs> what the hell?
0: How do you pronounce that? Is it 358? I have no half? idea.
1: If anybody's still listening, let us know. I don't know how you, 358 divided by two equals 179. Eight. Seven. 179. Wait, it's 358. Dang, I have to get to the math. Sean. Now it's that time. <laughs> now it's that time i I love podcast the, the the good thing let me just say I do miss podcasting every week, but it's kind of stressful to put everything together and maybe we'll reevaluate oh yeah, that in future re whatever that word was. Re- 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 in the future re- all right. It's fun doing it once a month because we just get this this happens can we make can we make an addendum to the podcast uh contract that we never signed or created? I will entertain
0: the possibility. Every getting time. Crown Royal to sponsor us?
1: Can we do. Oh, that would. Now, that's some real money. We should do a, a podcast from your place sometime. Should I don't we? know what I just said. Sometime. You got
0: to bring the table.
1: Or we could just do it from the living room. We don't have to do it live. We could just chill. Do we want to do it? For, eh, it's too hot. It's, it's too, too cold, cold, cold for yeah. a We have time. about a two week period where that's a possibility. Yeah, we have two. Uh, we have four seasons here in Memphis, but uh, spring and the fall each last for a week. So you Okay. Okay. Uh It's that time, Sean. When we play the... (gasps) It's the back of the box challenge. Challenge. If you didn't know what the back of the box challenge is, you should know. We read the back of the box and they try to guess the game. I'm not going (laughs) to go. If if y'all are still watching, you know what it is. Otherwise, you just love us for... What it is. What it is. is. Can I go first? You want to go first? You can go first. I think I went first last time. Sure. You say that every time. (laughs) All right. (laughs) The criminal underworld has... There's no way we pick the same game, by the way. There's no way. The criminal underworld has accepted you as one of their own. You're a (laughs) blank for hire. Mercenary. Uh, Is the game Mercenaries? No. I don't know why you said that. Is that
0: a game just called Mercenary? Yeah. Mercenaries on PS2.
1: Oh, okay. miracle. But
0: was that the blank? Mercenaries? No. Oh, you're like, you're up. Because mm-hmm. I was right. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> It sounded
1: like it was going to be mercenary. Okay. Speeding through the streets of real, real cities. I said real life, but it's just real cities with working traffic systems, pedestrians and motorists on the street and cops on patrol. You are the best blank in the criminal community. You are the blank. Is that it? Yep. And I freaking love this game. I don't know if you ever played it, but because Is it I a PS2 game? It. No. Three? No. Four? No. One? Yes. <laughs> Among other things. Uh okay. I will give you a hint because I don't know if you ever played this. It was also on I didn't play much on PS1. It was just also on PC. It it was it says Vita, but that's just because you can get PS one games on Vita. So that Uh really- Is it part of a series? Actually it was. Yep. This is the only one that I played though. This is the first? Yes. Still live today? No. I wish. Uh first uh, party? Um hold on. I don't think so because it came out on PC as well. Let me see who made it. Um I actually thought this was a first party studio. I don't know. It was it, the the developer won't help you. It's GT Interactive Software Corporation. I thought it was first party, but it, like like some first party PlayStation games now still come out on PC as well. I yeah. felt like that's what this was. So it only came out on PlayStation. It didn't come out on Saturn or anything like that. Is this a... Can you drive? Yes.
0: Can you also... Are you also on foot? No. Do you
1: only drive? Yes.
0: Um...
1: I loved this game. God, I love this game. Uh, It kind of... Is
0: it... Driver or something? Is that what it is? I think I may have played that. Driver. You are the wheel man. Oh, I heard that. I remember the tagline. I played it on PC. I freaking love this game. I think I played it.
1: It was like... Yeah, it was almost like Grab a Cab meets GTA, but you can't get out on foot. Like GTA. I think I played this. I think it. I think it got all the way up to Driver Three. Might have even come out on PS3, maybe or or PS2. I forget. Wow. Driver. I I played the hell on, on my. I can remember. I definitely year played at that game,
0: but I didn't. I don't know
1: why or when or where or how or who or no, why. You said why? Let me see. All right, so how driver? Wait, so driver San Francisco driver three drive three or driver San Francisco (laughs) was the last one. Drive three, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Driver. That was. That's a game that probably will never get brought back, just because you can't. You don't get out on foot. So I get that. But man, if if any y'all are still listening, watching, and and you like driver, just hit that comment (laughs) section. Let me know. All right. Oh. I think I'm going to win games. Okay. Was that too easy? Was that good? Was that... I mean, you got there. I got... Relatively I
0: wasn't quickly. sure when I said driver. I'm like that... But I wasn't sure if that was going to be the name. Because you kept saying, but, can
1: you drive? And I was like... I, I was almost like, it's been a long podcast. You you basically have the name. <laughs> All right. Um,
0: blank and blank. Those... Blank.
1: <laughs> Toad <Jam> and Earl? <laughs> no. Ratchet and Clank? Blank. Sylvester and <laughs> tweeny
0: Those blank but daring blanks. Is, this, is it Ratchet and Clank? No. Damn, Have God. learned of some terrifying Did you news. blank out the
1: name of the game? Basically. Okay. All right.
0: They've learned some terrifying. Okay. The notorious criminal Blank has escaped from prison and he's stolen the urn of the pharaoh. The the blanks must once again assemble to help crack the case of the missing urn and return the blank felon blank back to the slammer. Join blank and blank and the rest of the blank in their wacky new adventure. Help them explore the dangerous levels of the downtown restaurant and meet the exploding personality of blank. I could probably give you that. Give me it. Water rabbit.
1: <laughs> Adjective animal. Well, that's now an animal. Whatever.
0: Uh, aid them on their escape through the freezing floors of the giant refrigerator. Search the ghostly walls of the haunted warehouse and find the final clue to unravel the secret headquarters of blank. Uh
1: bit Game? Yes. Okay. Licensed? Yes. Capcom. Yes. <laughs> Do you play as two chipmunks? Well. Really? Yeah. Is and yep. Chippendale 2, Rain- Dale Rescue Rangers 2? It sounded like a Capcom yep. Disney game, is what I thought. No, know. you nailed it.
0: Chippendale, those tiny but daring detectives. But the
1: urn stuff made me think, it was, something about it made me think it was like in Egypt or something. Something about towards the beginning.
0: That's but why I was like, oh, this will kind of throw them off. Dang. <laughs> Slancha,
1: Slancha, gulp, go gulp, go go Wow, I thought you'd—I st- knew you'd get that, but I figured you'd struggle with it a little bit. I'm just that kind of guy. I'm the kind of guy that likes the two-player co-op podcast here on YouTube.com/slash two-player co-op. Thank you guys so much for being here. Um, this has been a lot of fun. I miss podcasting with you. It's been a lot of fun. I miss podcasting with you. Uh, it's well, fucking crown jewel. I was gonna say we should do a Survivor Series prediction show, but like. Yeah. <laughs> Just punt. Just punt. WWE. Just punt. Do it all at Survivor Series. Just punt. Punt. Uh, I got in a fight and I died and I got cut up into pieces. Go kiss my ass. Um, You can find us at nerd91.com. Uh, there's a tagline. What's the new tagline? Yep. Uh, also, check out... <laughs> Ernie Carruthers, a blur without fear. Like it's so funny to think we were like, <clears throat> "Hey, we're gonna get, we're gonna help get <laughs> Ernie over ten thousand <laughs> by the end of the year." And it's like August first, he's like, "Yeah, I got ten thousand subs." Okay, he's over, probably over thirteen thousand right now. I'm so, I'm, I am so happy for Ernie. He's doing great. Uh, you'll be able to see him on the stream if you guys come check us out in three weeks. At Which the, you will, uh, extra live stream. Um, but yeah, so check out Nerd Nine Hundred One. I'm just gonna say what I was Nerd 901com for all things dirty in Memphis and around the globe. Oh, uh, you can find us on Twitter, I'm at Kevin White24. He's at Real White Together. We're at two player underscore co-op. Uh you can find us obviously if you're watching this YouTube.com slash two player co-op or you're watching at nerd901 or you have stolen our video and therefore the authorities are after you as we speak. Do <clears throat> you hear that knock at the door? That's not the water man. That's the authorities. And I'm not talking triple H. I'm talking the FBI. Also the right to censor. I right, yeah, do. Ivory, uh, fake Shawn Richards. Michaels, yeah, Blue Meanie. Am
0: I still on? And the Good Father. How you go? Wait, no. the Blue Meanie was he part of it? No, he was in EWO. I was way off. But uh, oh, and then Kurgan, the big oh, one the big of the guys guy. from like the Chains or something, the big bald guy. Chains, right? No, it wasn't one of them. It was uh, it wasn't Crush or one of those guys? No. I'll look it up.
1: Thank you. Um, This has been the Two Player Co-op podcast. Thank you guys so much for hanging in there with us. Uh, Like we said, check out versus season two. Uh, It would mean a lot to us if you could. Um, We got new stuff coming. Oh,
0: duh, Valvinus.
1: Yes, but who? But then there's Bull Buchanan. Bull Buchanan wasn't he? He must have been DOA, right? I don't think so. Man, man, um. We got new stuff coming. We're trying to figure out exactly what's next. We think we know what's next, but as far as the season, we still got to script some stuff out. Um, if you want to see Mario Mondays, come back in the conversation, section and let us know.
0: You're probably thinking he also used to go by Lord Humongous.
1: Oh, that's my name <laughs> at night. Y'all, y'all aren't even watching anymore. Um, thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, episode 112. 113 will be coming soon. Oh, yeah. But until that time, Sean, go ahead. Take us
0: out. Thank you for playing. Flip something.
1: Glitter Hand.